What's going on, everybody? Canadian Cali Death Podcast coming back at you. We got fucking a huge one for you guys. Uh, such an honor. You know, when we when we were trying to get this together, Matt and Casey have been talking. And, uh, you know, with the special guest action, having the full lineup here, this is fucking awesome having Cryptopsy here with us. I'm here with Casey, Joel, and Joseph. We got Matt. We got... Uh, uh, Ollie coming back, dude. We got Flo, we got Christian, and our special guest, Mike DeSalvo, dude. What's going on, guys? Yes, dude. Fuck yeah, <laughs> dude. Cryptopsy on the motherfucking Cali Death podcast, dude. This is amazing. If, you if we would have talked about this six months ago, you I would have been like, wait, what? No, this wouldn't happen. <laughs> no, but none yeah, of us would have been here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's a fucking honor and, and a pleasure to have you guys here. And thanks for giving us your time, dude. Getting all you guys together at one time, just making this work. This is really appreciated for sure. Thank you for your support, man. Thank the you. Pandemic helped. Long, long, <laughs> long support, dude. Long support. I'd say 20 years of support from me, dude. No doubt. Great. Make us older. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I got into it a lot, uh, maybe younger. So I'm, I'm not that much younger, but yeah. <laughs> So yeah, dude, Matt, real quick, uh, any, or anybody want to plug anything before we get into anything else? You know, Vox and Hops, you want to give a little plug on that, Matt? Sure, man. How you doing? Um, stoked to be on someone else's podcast. Of course, I'm Matt, vocal script chopsy, uh, the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast. Uh, we just released a two-day episode 250. I've been doing Vox and Hops uh, since the October of 2018, uh, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians, talk about their lives, music, and craft beer. Uh, it's a passion project that blew up into something that's taken over my life. Uh, there's so much going on in the world of Vox and Hops. I got collabs coming out. I got two collabs dropping this month, uh, one with Pub Brewski, and another uh, Vox and Overhops is coming back uh, with Overhop Canada. Super stoked about that. It's a passion project. I love it. I uh, love craft beer. I love having deep discussions with uh, fellow metalheads. I've been doing it on the road for many, many years. So it just naturally transformed into something that I did, uh, you know, backstage on buses, uh, just, you know, renegade running the pandemic hit. And I just started doing it remotely, just like you guys are doing here. So mm -hmm. pleasure to be here. Uh, I have a huge project in the works. I can't talk about it too much, but there are mm -hmm. over you know, approximately 250 people working together all across North America, oh, spreading the word of life, metal, and craft beer. I can't wait to announce this huge project I'm working on. Brad. Congratulations, Matt. Thank you. Most now, definitely. get rid really, really of the episodes, too. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. Get rid of the teleprompter, Matt. <laughs> I know that was perfect, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, dude. I just like stumbled into this shit, and then Matt's just like, boom, I'm in it, dude. Yes. He's like, yes. <laughs> like, I'm a host too. Oh, I, I would say that uh, starting this thing, I was already a Vox and Hops fan. So listening to you do it kind of, you know, gave me the little push to say, you know what, I could, I, I think I might want to try this as well. You know, there's other oh, that metal guys so that happy. like to fucking talk, you know, about all the shit that we just, we, we talk about beer sometimes too, not nearly as much as your stuff, but it's just like, yeah, we all have a common, a bunch of common things that we love and, and why not fucking... Get, get on some podcasts and talk about it, you know? Absolutely. And beer is just like, you know, a lot of people are afraid because they think I only talk about beer. But beer is just like a catalyst starter. It's mm -hmm. just, you know, an icebreaker. It's an easy way just to open up a conversation. It makes people relax. 
uh, step one is, you know, having the drink with someone and then, you know, the next day you go eat. So, so, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. just, it's just an icebreaker. A funny, a, a, a funny and favorite one of mine in recent that I can remember was uh, Danny Lilker. I, I don't yeah. know. Is that within the last year or so? Maybe that you did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a killer episode. I I enjoyed it for sure because I'm a, I'm a big brutal truth fan. I'm a big fucking SOD fan. All anything that Danny touched, X13, anything that that guy touches, I fucking love. So to hear you sit down with him for you know about an hour or so, your your episodes are right. I, I can't keep it to thirty. 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, yeah. I quickly realized editing it myself that I'd like it to keep it a bit shorter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Dan, Danny was amazing. So super, just super humble. You know, he's a legend. And the, the more that I do this, the more, you know, I'm super nervous before sitting down with certain people. And they're always just the coolest, most down to earth people. I just sat down with Dwayne Denison from the Jesus lizard. And I was crazy nervous for that because you know, I'm a huge Tomahawk fan uh, worship Patton before I got into extreme vocals mm-hmm. and uh, crazy nervous. And he was just the coolest, coolest human. So, so that's really what I've just been discovering that we're all just humans just hanging out. We wake up, we shit, we do what we need to do. We're just trying to get out there and we were creative humans. We're spreading art. And that's what we do as metal musicians. Fuck. Yeah, Matt. Well, dude, this is really fucking cool to have you on, dude. Let's go on real quick because obviously I, did, I cheers, dude. I'd love to uh, hear from Flo. Flo, uh, how are you, dude? I, I mean, this is the first time I get to talk to you right now. I'm, I'm a little fucking, you know, I'm a little fucking death metal, you know, kid at heart right now. I'm like, oh, like fuck, dude. I got Flo on my on my episode right now. But yeah, mm-hmm. dude. What's up? Your fucking drumming is like some of the most stand up, standout shit in the beginning of my death metal career that I can think of. Like you have your own signature blast and, and your style is just so grindy yet fucking tech death at the same time. And I fuck it. That was just one of the main you and Lord Worm were the two like main standout unique aspects of Cryptopsy. The first time that I had heard it with blast for blasphemy and uh, none so vile and yeah, it, it's it set its hooks in me for life, dude. So thank, well, thank you, you again. I, I'm probably going to say thank you, and I'm honored a thousand fucking times this episode. But yes, dude, I'm so stoked to have you on, and I'd love to get deeper into like what it was like in the earlier Cryptopsy days in the fucking what it was like to grind in Canada back in the early '90s and shit, you know. So well, yeah, well, first of all, you know, thank you, and. Uh, um i appreciate it I'm, I'm glad it affected you that way um in a positive way of course mm-hmm. um uh, i mean when i when, when we talk about the past it, it, um, um there's things i remember and a lot of things i don't remember and uh there's probably multiple reasons for that but uh i think one of the biggest reasons is that uh i'm the kind of person that doesn't really um dwell on the past at all um really really focused on the present and uh the immediate future if you wish so um what was it like back then it was uh, it was new it was a challenge for me because uh, uh i'd never i mean i i think i was 16 or 17 uh, when the guys uh, came to see me at, at my house because i had a band with one of the uh, i think lord worm's roommate um and they just really like that i was a spastic kid you know and that i had some kind of 
time notion, even though back then it was completely flawed, but I guess it was better than um, what they had expected. Um, and then, you know, they kind of like uh, uh, Steve Tebow and, um, and uh, John Todd's on base, they were kind of like pushing to go to the extreme because before that necrosis was very edgy, newish kind of thrash. And there was a very uh, dark kind of sinister element to it, but it wasn't quite death. And we all, you know, kind of grew up together, them a little bit older than I was, listening to the stuff coming out um, of Florida and, and Sweden and, and all that stuff. And it kind of, uh, in New York, and it in, influenced us to, to, to push the envelope a little bit. And they just, I just figured out that I could do it and, you know, be fast. And at the time, it was more so nerves than I would say technique. And over the years, obviously, I kind of um, developed it into a technique. But back then it was fun you know it was like it was a party i didn't expect anything of it um i mean yeah i you know it was just it was just i was a kid and it was just mm-hmm. having fun and then when we saw like you know that there was uh kind of a global interest and it just became more of a oh you know let's take this seriously and uh um try to you know exploit what we can from the limited talent that we had um, and I think I pushed myself really hard as a kid to listen to a lot of different things and a lot of different people to try to push that talent, to try to um, give myself a name and not just, you know, emulate uh, somebody else and find my style. And since I really didn't practice on covers at all, it was kind of easy to find my style. And very simply, my style is not from one p- particular musician. I think it's from thousands you know bits and pieces i just picked and you know threw into my melting pot which i always say yeah dude that's fucking cool dude i mean it it very it does stand out and and the way that you explain it is like you know not doing covers and kind of just finding it along the way it that's why it's it is what it is and that's why it's unique it wasn't it wasn't influenced by anything except for what was inside you as a spastic kid trying to figure out how the fuck they're going to play so much and, 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 and what was the flavor for myself at the moment you know mm-hmm. and that changes from year to year even month to month so so um we got some fan questions and there's one that's kind of relevant to this so i just wanted to um ask this one um uh in the in the early days um you know, the, the, this fan asked, um, was it that the guitar riffs were forcing you to, to play faster to keep up? Or was it where the riffs were adjusted to the drum speed instead? What do you think was the driving force in terms of speed there? Um, it was a joke. It was, yeah, it was, it was the guitar player, mostly, mostly Steve Tebow, who's uh, a good friend of mine. But, um, you know, but he, but he could be an arrogant prick. Um, and, uh, at one point he's just like, oh, come on, you can do it faster. Come on, faster, you know, faster. Oh, come on. And then all the guys joined in, you know, it's called peer pressure, right? Especially when you had a few years in your, in your, in your system. So yeah, you can go faster. And I just like, I just got mad. Right. And I said like exaggerated and I said like this, you know, and I just did something and they're like, yeah, yeah like that. Yeah, and that's that's where it all stemmed from. It's as stupid as that, you know. But nice. fucking rad though. 
That's, That's super awesome. fucking cool. I love those happy type of accidents, dude. Those when you hear that it wasn't planned out, it just happened in the moment, and then it sparked, it seeded this whole thing. You know that that's a really fucking cool story, dude. Yeah, it was just a, you know just anger. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah, the whole the po- whole purpose why you start fucking playing metal, right? Just, what, just, what drummer doesn't get angry at their guitar player? I mean, right, totally. Right, Chris? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Christian, let's let's hear something from you, brother. First time on, I know Ollie and Mike. I've, I've, it's with all these people. It's like it's so hard to get everybody and 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 talk a little bit before we finally just get let this thing fucking go loose. But Christian, it it's a very nice fucking. It's very nice to meet you, dude. I want to I want to hear something about you real quick before we move on. I don't know what to say. It's nice to make- <laughs> Do you want to plug the uh, something, the, the nail the mix URM Academy stuff? Yeah, Rhodes. These are great microphones. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm doing like the these days. I'm extremely stressed because I'm extremely busy doing like all kinds of stuff. But uh, I'll be um, I'll be like mixing uh songs live on the air for nail the mix for the uh, for the the upcoming weekend which actually i'm going to be mixing football file from cryptopsy as well because we found out like the we found the old uh, two inch tapes so i'm going to remix that hopefully it's going to be uh not too modern but you know something something mm-hmm. cool so this is what i'm going to do so i'm trying to get prepared for that this is why i'm not uh, drinking because i need to be 100 percent there you know so Look at me being all uh, wise and, and grown up. Do you have the capability to, uh, I know Travis, we had Travis from Catalan and he has some old, what was his first band's name? Strangulation demos yeah. that were reel to reel and that needed to be like in, put in the oven or something baked, and, yeah. and, and baked. Uh, do you Got have the baked, capability yeah. to do something like that? We this is what we did actually, and and we just transferred everything to digital. So like the if if you subscribe on Nail the Mix uh, this weekend, it it th- these are actual the the actual real Damn. tracks from the real wow. tape. So what goes into baking? Why do you need to bake a real real? I don't know exactly what the process is because I just learned about that like the last month. But I believe you have to put it like in in the not in the normal house oven, but in an <laughs> oven to make them like. To, to make sure like the tape is not sticking okay. to each other because you, you only have one chance to transfer it so if it sticks like you're Done. you're you're doomed and you just you just could, lose it, be a, could it be a breakage thing too chris because they get kind of they get kind of crispy over time yeah actually it's it's because of that and also if you bake them apparently it just brings back all the treble into it because like you know over the time right. like tapes will degrade yeah. and speaking of baking though you're you're a master at uh at, at at baking one thing in particular can you share that with us just so people can know <laughs> oh yeah your secret come on i can't do it now because actually my oven just broke at, at my house oh. so i'm totally oh, can't, i can't, can't cook can't nail the mix okay <laughs> <laughs> But one of these days, I'll just prepare you the best fish and chip on earth. Yeah, just know there's a secret to baking fish and chips, and Chris is the man. <laughs> yeah, I can't okay, remember dude. what I say. I'm fucking down. You have to ask sir, these. These boys are confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> 
Uh, I'll just laugh right. it off. I'll laugh it off. My whole thing with the baking <laughs> thing that I was that I said on the last time we brought it up too. I, I was thinking like you know if there's like smudges and shit on the surface of it, baking it may take the moisture out of whatever's in that to make it be able to easily be cleaned off. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I, gets, I, tape gets brittle. Tape gets old. Yeah. Yeah. Like film movies and stuff like that. It, it breaks. So you're running it through this machine that's that you know could break it because of the tension so i think there's a, a few reasons why but um yeah it's important not to start you know cutting and pasting like in the old days with actual scotch tape or film tape or whatever music Man. tape so yeah but it was really interesting to to hear like uh, the way it was done you know there's a lot of tracks that were absolutely useless like shit guitar tracks you don't need a one channel for that or, or like a fake like the fake bass or all shit tracks you know you, you didn't need to have all that but it's just fun to see like how they used to do it like for example like flow i think had five toms on that record and there's only a stereo pair so it's really challenging to mix Damn. Uh, well ollie you got to hand over uh the contact of uh travis to get that strangulation redone because i know that he was talking yeah. about trying to get that like re Tristan, put out maybe bake them yeah, I'll bake, bake it out yeah, bake it out bake Baked my mix <laughs> bake my mix bake the mix all <laughs> you know how to bake he's actually kind of a, a sous chef baking guy so that's right he's a sushi he's not a master like chris though but Fish and chip straight from the box. <laughs> in the box. What are you talking about? I think he leaves it in the box. That's the secret. He That's, the the secret. That's the secret. That's the secret. Box in the microwave. That's the best way. <laughs> Deep frost uh, in the microwave. Then bake. Or I tried something oven. new recently. Uh, the the toaster works very well too. You just put it in the <laughs> you turn, you turn yeah, the toaster on its side with the, yeah. like like serpent from Belfagor. Like, like you used to do to make grilled cheese yeah this way i think <laughs> same with the oh no was it serpent it was or serpent he, he it used was... a toaster for a hot pocket <laughs> which is super sketchy sorry, sorry boys you guys are gonna be here for hours <laughs> i had a question for mike if it's okay go for it um mike uh, i think whisper was the first one for the first cryptopsy that we didn't do on tape i think it it was digital was it not no we actually recorded analog and then dumped it down to digital for both yes. that, book records yeah okay yeah. So, so, I, so i mean we we did record it on two inch tape or whatever it was for for both both the albums uh, and then dumped it down and then worked it from from digital so so you know what that reminds me i think i still have those the analog of whisper which that would be kind of pretty pretty crazy to awesome. experiment with that yeah and i actually have the ones for uh and then you'll bake oh i oh, have shit. them yeah oh, that's that's, yeah. Your, that's your birthday quest they're, birthday like, birthday. they're like they're like 50 feet away from me <laughs> yeah, you that's you gotta, that's you your birthday right mix both out and see what it does it's yeah. a baking a baking party yeah, yeah. Baking yeah. Party. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's have a bake sale <laughs> 
That's yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, it's it's actually in four. I, I I'll get them if you want to see those that. big those big yeah, exactly those big carry cases. Uh, I got like oh, I think there's four. I'm done to so I'm done to well, see I got them. Whisper, so yeah, yeah we have, we have them, we've already we've already had some other metal memorabilia unveiled on this show with a previous guest too. Some cannibal merch and some cannibals. Oh. Yeah. The Ace Ventura shirt, yeah. yeah. But that's that not be... as cool as having the actual fucking reels, you know? Let's see it. Yeah, I'd be <laughs> yeah. so down. Well, I mean, well, yeah, Mike it is cool. Gonna, Sorry. Mike and I are going to go uh, to the beach and see if they're waterproof soon. <laughs> <laughs> my, Mike, Mike was really sick when doing it, and then you'll beg. And I, when I had him on for my se- second year anniversary with the whole singer lineup, uh, I said we should get him into the studio to re-record his vocals all fresh for And Then You'll Beg because he's not happy with his performance on it. Damn, he was sick for that? Yeah, Jesus Christ! So we could do that, Chris. We could give Mike his perfect, and then you'll pay. <laughs> all best, all the best albums. Someone was sick and on it, right? Yeah. Now wow, this is actually. I don't know. There, yeah, this there was bleeding. So, yeah, going hard. Yeah, so I got two or three of those for a Whisper, and then you must yeah. have like three or four for, and then you'll beg. Uh, four of these, yep. Yeah. Nice. Damn. Yep. That's super cool. So uh, Mike, to remix that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know Chris is over there, just like shit. Did you guys? I just talked about how busy I am. Fuck. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally I'm... almost said that like five minutes ago. I was like, dude, Chris was probably like, dude, I'm fucking busy with this one, and they have already in this episode in the next five minutes threw two more on top of the project. Awesome. Chris was Chris was pissed himself, man. You guys don't, you can't see it, but no. But it's, I mean, this <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, you can't see it. Oops. Can't see it, but oops. <laughs> so, Mike, Mike, how did you get involved with uh, Cryptopsy? What, what was the process of you meeting them and all that? Well, I actually met them. Uh, they came down for a show in New Bedford, um, Massachusetts. <laughs> Bedford. It was, a, yeah. it was a big keg party, basically, like a ten kega, and uh, that's where we met them. And I think like the first time we came up to uh, sh- you know sort of shake hands and and. Uh, Dan, Lord Warm, he uh, he comes up and we go to shake hands with him. And he's like, no, 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 you can't do that. And we're like, why? He's like, oh, I just uh, stuffed my hand down my throat so I could puke up the, the worms. <laughs> we're going to go, like shake his hands and we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> nice to meet you, man. So, okay. yeah, no, it, it was it was a, a big cake party that got broken up uh, before. Played. Remember that? Warehouse? In a warehouse? Yeah, big warehouse. Yeah. And so the cops come in. They come in with all these dollies. And they're like, all right, sorry, you guys. You can't, you know, so they take the 10 kegs away. As they walk out the door, they're like, see you later, boys. Have fun. <laughs> so it was like, I don't know. There was probably like 10, 10 12 bands on the, on the bill. Yeah, 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 man. And, and then, and then, uh, and, then uh, and then you came up on vacation, I think it was just, was it not? I did, yeah. I came up uh, for, uh, for, uh, what was it for? Where, where we had a at uh, Steve's house, actually, and it was for uh, for New Year's, I think. Actually, and, and, uh, yeah. So I mean, you know, I mean, that was like the start of it or something. And, and we had sent some flyers back and forth to each other, and we were we, you know, we kept in touch. And you know, I did make some treks up there. You know, I don't know, probably like three or four times even. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we just so we you know we we had already forged a friendship. And uh, when the time came, when 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 Lord Worm was deciding to step away you know i think it was flow i think actually i think you asked me if uh, if i wanted to uh, come down and try it out and yep. i said fuck yeah of course yep. absolutely yep. you know that's that's where the music was headed anyways you know what i mean and yeah just mm-hmm. really fit fit nice 
what I had I no like idea. About- I was gonna Go say ahead. real quick. I, I have no, I had no idea that Mike was Massachusetts. I thought you were fucking like, like uh, Montreal. I was like, you can't tell by the way I speak, right? Oh, now well, after this, now you're like New Bedford. Ah, pass, cack. Dak's backing. Um, no, I had no idea. So you guys, okay. I thought you literally were like gonna have I a French accent. There's only four hours away, though. I mean, we'll give it that. Yeah, but, that's close enough, right? But you still got those borders. Yeah, yeah, and the absence, of course. <laughs> Yeah. What so, I was going to say about what I was going to say before you, uh, when, when I was trying to cut you off, was uh, the the back to the word unique again in cryptopsy and and unique vocalists. So I w- totally was like Mike, although he's so different from Lord Worm, he had his own signature style as well that totally was like oh yeah it's just the new chapter of cryptopsy and it, it is another unique vocalist that is more it, it, it wouldn't be unique if he sounded like Lord, lord worm you know so it's like another unique guy and 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 i love that aspect of cryptopsy throughout this whole entire thing with matt as well i'm listening to all the new stuff with matt and stuff and i'm just like there is there's a even though there's a formula it, you guys still uh, um you 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 move with the times as well but there's still like this basic like these certain things need to be unique about the band but the the unique aspects come with the new person as well you know it's it's hard for me to like explain that but it's like you're 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 explaining it perfectly it's not um we never really looked at a new member being uh, having to um, step into somebody else's shoes we always looked at, at a new member being a new part of a new era or, you know, a new time and uh, what they can contribute to uh, the sound of, of the present. And that's why I mentioned at the beginning that I don't really look at, you know, at the past that much. And it was the same thing with new members. It was like, what can you bring? Oh, and cool. We can do this now and that. And we'll, we'll, you know, kind of, kind of put our heads together as a band with the actual lineup and try to fit everybody's needs. And that's how I kind of, uh, you know, progressed through the years. I don't think that we ever wanted, uh, you know, or told somebody, no, you must be like, you know, this guy, or no, you must be like that guy. Everybody's unique. So you can't really do that anyways. You know, I find. Unfortunately, a lot of acts do though, you know, it's like, that's why, that's why I mentioned what I'm saying. It's like, that's the standout thing is that Cryptopsy made sure that when that happened when somebody came in they would actually you know add to the project and cause something new happen to it as well right yeah yeah no you're so, right you're, you're perfectly right on yeah so mike and matt how was it just like i mean because you guys obviously got to do your material that you guys were on but how do you approach tackling and covering live like uh, like a lord worm like how do you do you just add your your spin to it do you try to do as close as you can to him like how do you approach when you have to do that live matt you got it yeah you go first because it's a historically you were there first okay. <laughs> uh for myself like i you know i think flo pegged it as well as i i had no intention to come in and try and sound like lord worm uh, it was just you know we're, we're, we're two different singers two different people and and I, I, I felt, quite honestly, it would have been a, a disjustice or misjustice or whatever. whatever the I, I never asked you to, to sound like Lord Worm, right? No, fuck no. No, no absolutely. No. That's what I mean. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was come in and do what you, what you do. And uh, for, for myself, that's, that was the plan from the go. 
you know, yeah. and I mean, for myself to prepare for it, you know, I mean, he's not, he's not, you have to, you have, you know, you got to spend some time with it and learn the parts and you know, the music and the lyrics and, you know, and the vocal patterns. And, you know, so I spent a shitload of time learning the songs, you know, and coming down. And I think we did, when I'd come down, we, I'd have two or three songs under my belt every time we'd show up for, for practice until I knew all the songs. And uh, I just, I worked my ass on uh, off on it. You know, I, I, I remember doing laundry and sitting, I had a disc man and just with the lyrics in front and going over and over and over and over fucking hundreds, hundreds of times. I don't think I'm, I don't even think I'm exaggerating, you know, until I could walk in there and have it in front of me and just know what I had to do. And, and, you know, you, you, you get it done. If you want it, you get it done. And I wanted it. It's a Gabe Sieber style of, of learning <laughs> a song, right? Where you just fucking, that's all he listens to. Just fucking. And it really was like, I yeah. mean, that's all I would listen to. Like literally it was, it was an intensive, you know, course figuring out Lord Worms bots and meshing it with the music. And, you know, it just, I wanted to, I wanted to come in and I would, I wanted to honor, you know, the next, the next step or the next era of the band. And uh, it was very important for me to come in and be as professional as possible. Was there already whisper material being played or jammed when you were tr coming in at those times? It was. It was two. Uh, it was White Worms and uh, Cold Hate Warm Blood were the two okay. songs that were oh, yeah. written and, and and lyrically were put together. And and it was you know uh, it was pretty much kind of set in stone. I don't think I changed much, if anything, at all. I think I just kind of followed with uh, with that, but but the thing was, it was kind of like the carrot leading because the whole thing was learn learn the whole you know the, the whole discography, learn all the songs before we start tackling those two songs. So for me, it was like I got to get through this as fast as possible because fuck, I love those songs, you know. I was like I was hooked on those songs. So okay, so get through the get through two two albums worth of of material, learn those and get them you know nail them, and then then we move forward from there. Like you unlock a new, <laughs> a new level, you know. Yeah, exactly. You just learn some songs. And totally. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, and, and it was kind of really how 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 it was. Like, I mean, that was. It's like we'll deal with this later. Let's. It is, it is. It is, dude. It's exactly that. You know. And it's like me when I have like, like two or maybe three projects that I have to record at the same time. I can't mix them up. You have to go one at a time. You know what I mean? And focus on them one at a time. And. And, and then it's like, it's like, Matt, what did he do? Did he focus on Lord of Worm? Did he focus on you? Did he focus on, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's tough, man. Yeah. I had to, I had to do it once. It's tough, man. Yeah. It's not, it's not an easy uh, endeavor to take on, but I guess, you know, I mean, you want it, you want it, you'll do it. And that's yeah. really what it comes down to. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you and Ollie want to talk about your other band, Acurion for a minute? Go ahead, Ollie. Sure, sure. Uh, you want to go ahead or? No, you go. <laughs> okay, good. So, so basically, how it started was after, right, right after Naraxis, after we finished, we did a tour with uh, Sepultura in 2011. And then Rob, so he, he wanted to do something different. So he just, whatever. He had three songs already. And he, he told me, oh, I don't want to do Naraxis anymore. I want it to be something different. And he told me, dude, I got my disciples contact and we would love to do something together. So I'm like, okay, 
yes, let's do it. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. and back then I never met Mike. I haven't met Mike yet. So for me, I was still like super impressed. The first, I remember the first time I met you, Mike. Was it? Yeah. It was at your place. Yeah. Your place. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh shit, I'm going to Mike these samples, man. Nice. <laughs> and I but, was a total asshole. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I gotta be. Teach them kids a lesson. Like. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah. Anyway, we 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 had uh, we wanted to do something like more organic, and uh, I, I know Rob wanted to do something live. You know, re- record an album live. The four of us in the same room. Uh, I, I think nowadays a lot of people. A lot of bands do it, like because it's cool to do this again. This is what we, we had this idea like ten years ago. <laughs> but yeah, we had no choice back then. We we record the album in 2018, so we were not the first <laughs> to do, to bring back that concept. But uh, it was fine. It was really fun actually. We we took what two days in a, in the jam space, four of us, and we, it was a full live recording. Like no pressure at all, huh? Especially we have long songs. But I remember, like I remember six, your, uh, remember your song, like yeah, uh, we did a song with Chris. Actually, we did our first single with Chris in 2015. That was so cool. It, it took was, longer to, it was longer set to set up than than to record. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a big setup, yeah, for sure. So, because yeah, we kind of skipped over Matt there, though, I wanted to because we were going to yeah, talk about Matt, Matt with the uh, ordeal trying to learn all the vocals. <laughs> I'll be yeah, right back. Matt trying to learn all the vocals. It was a disaster. Before we jump into that, I just switched gears <laughs> to Rel Bucks. This is their Vieux Champion, Champignon, Champignon. It's their uh, <laughs> maple Scotch ale aged in bourbon, killer, nine percent. Love Rel Buck. Um, Chug it. I had no idea what I was doing. I, I was completely picked because I wasn't what Cryptopsy was doing. They wanted to switch gears and go and do something completely different. And that's where I fell into the fold. I immediately tackling the, the material was more drawn towards DeSalvo's vocal style, um, mainly because I could understand what the hell was going on, especially when going to the lyrics and uh, listening to the tracks. I, I remember tackling, it was We Believe was the one of the tryout tracks that I had to learn. So, so I tackled that one first. I remember uh, once I got the gig, I, I called Alex O'Byrne and I was like, does Lord Worm actually say all of these words? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. It, it, it just doesn't seem to fit and I, I don't understand. So, you know, I come from this metalcore band background, Three Mile Scream, we jam four days a week. Well, when I joined Cryptopsy, it was a strange period. It was a, a ambiguous who was in charge of the band, what 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 was the vision of this album. Uh, John Navassar was no longer around, who was probably the primary songwriter of Cryptopsy. Up until that point, just about, you know, he left halfway through Once Was Not, but he did compose a big portion of that album. So so The Unspoken King was was basically a hot mess. Chris can attest to that too. The writing process of it was confusing. I joined the band in July and I didn't jam with the band until I went to do my first tour in Mexico in, in like March. It made no sense to me. So I, I was confused. I tried to learn the material as quickly as I could. And I basically crammed to learn material for that first Mexican tour. And that's really how I tackled learning the songs. It was a arduous process where, where I just had to listen to it nonstop. 
and I was horrible. And actually, uh, Casey and Joel, you were on my first European tour with me. Was that the and second tour? You was it right after the Mexican one? It was like a, maybe like a month and a half after that one, and I was still completely unprepared. And then right after that, we jumped into summer slaughter for a whole summer, equally unprepared. It, uh, I, don't be so hard on yourself, man. You did a great job. Don't be so hard. I survived. Oh, I Matt, survived. Matt, you've actually made an appearance on this show before today, actually through some footage that we had watched. Right? It was some backstage <laughs> yeah. footage, and you were just at you know a somebody that was there partying back there so i was like oh shit box and hops has already been on motherfuckers was that was that in europe somewhere it's belgium crazy. we were we were backstage in belgium and um uh, condemned played too and steve was <laughs> filming us we were like me and flo were like drumming on tables my wife that's where you met your wife here she is <laughs> sheepish and quiet at that time kind of like, but, kind of the perfect video to show your girlfriend you know no, this is what happens backstage. <laughs> it's not, not groupies not I'm, uh, I'm not saying pull up another video but i think it was the other one where the dude kept on falling on the ground yeah. remember tony think, oh tony the tiger watched that one like it was tony the tiger times, yeah. yeah he, he would just yeah. he, he yeah. would literally just stand straight up and just fall without even any just go like he was he was not okay that guy he was definitely not okay <laughs> how have you guys heard from that guy yeah, yeah, nothing but no 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 tony yeah, the tiger yeah yeah he's still touring with uh with some of the some of the guys some of the polish crew yeah because yeah brovar is doing behemoth now right yes he is yeah, yeah. yeah. yep behemoth still and a few strong. other things of course but yeah yeah Brovar those are sober amazing. times guys so uh did you say chris you uh you met your wife there no, no, actually, yes, <laughs> that night, that night, yes, that's right. It's exactly where I met my wife. Yeah. <laughs> so she knows exactly what's going on in backstage, you know. And I guess I made a very strong impression, as you can see. <laughs> She's all looking at all of us. She's like, Oh, those are all like cavemen. Oh, look at this guy over here. These guys are cool. <laughs> Cavemen's are cool. <laughs> oh, that was, uh, that was, yeah, that was. My taste, first taste of Europe too, Matt, that was still actually, when I look back, I mean, 
there was some you know hilarious times that was probably one of the most fun i've ever had on tour i mean there's black dahlia murder that was my first real tour which was i mean like big tour with in america and stuff but pretty much when i, th- I think back on my touring it's always like f- first y- it's europe it's just europe is like it's like a new land i remember landing they're touching down in berlin hanging out with you guys in like a corner of the terminal yeah. for like five hours even though the bus was had been there for five hours <laughs> around the corner and we were just all you know getting to know each other we pulled into that one venue in berlin had to park for a day and we all just drank oh, our faces partied. off oh we parted hard like, that night Dude, i remember yeah. i woke up the next morning and i um i needed i needed water so bad because we just yeah. you know all the all those green budweiser's that we drink and um I go at like warm, five in the warm, morning. Warm beers. Drink. Yeah, warm beers. Yeah, I got used to that real quick. Yep. But I remember walking through downtown like Berlin, like looking for water, like at five thirty in the morning, and no one. I just like look like a psycho with like you know like fucking like camo shorts on, and no one would let me in to get water. They were like, no, no, no. Like I was a, like I was a transient, like a home, homeless guy. They were like, no, no, get the fuck out of here. And then finally, I found this one cafe that had water and just big gulp, and it was sparkling water. I was like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> and it was like ten bucks. And I was like sparkling. broke. Uh, yeah. uh, God, had to get used start. to that quick. Good start. God, <laughs> I know, but it was yeah. I, like I was saying, I do have a good memory of that tour with Casey. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and I wanted to bring this up tonight, and I think it's a good time. Don't be, don't be very hard on yourself, man. I mean, you, 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 you know what, what it was too is that we were so busy when you, when you joined first joined the band that you didn't have that, that period where you can have a, a little bit of a break to find your niche, and that came. Uh, progressively you know what i mean and i think at one point there was a, a we had maybe like a, a long period where you actually kind of found that um so you know you, you you've been doing an, a, an amazing job um since you started so yeah don't be hard on yourself man it's and 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 that's the thing again don't you know don't look back you know uh, think think who you are now and what it what it brought you and uh, what you can do now with your voice you know it's it's important. I mean, that video is probably one of the reasons I don't remember the past, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I He's definitely feel more comfortable now. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely feel more comfortable now, but I had to work towards it. No, I remember at the time. Yeah, you were you were kind of stressing like at shows and stuff. Oh, yeah. I remember just feeling your your energy was kind of like you're very hard on yourself. I'm like, dude, fucking just you're killing it. Like, what do you don't worry? Like everyone was stoked and we had, you know, the death feast open air and you guys murdered it there. True, like that was fun. That was a lot of fun. That was, uh, you guys were very impressive. I just watched you guys every single night, and that was, and then you, you basically killed it, and came back and I'm like, I sucked. And I was like, dude, you fucking killed it. Like, what? <laughs> it's one of those things, and that's why musicians that's keep progressing usually, thing. though. That's, that's yeah, yeah, it's because they to, always dude, think they could get better. We've talked to it, even though we're still an infantile podcast, I think we've talked to enough people where there is a common thing where all the dudes that we respect and, and like know for a fact that they're fucking sick artists all have kind of that same a varied uh way of looking at themselves in their art and i think in and i i feel like a broken record because i do say that but it's true it's like we wouldn't i don't know if i'd be doing this if i was totally satisfied with everything that i've done you know like i'll i'll always have something that i need to improve or want to improve on the next thing and that's why nobody knows the next thing because nobody knows what you're feeling and nobody knows what you're thinking at, during the moment. You're your own worst critic because you, you might play a show where, you know, you're playing all the notes and stuff like that, but you don't feel it like you would the night before the day after. And that's you, but somebody's going to come up to you and say, great show. And you're going to take it like, eh. and then you play the next day and you don't, 
get all the notes, but you feel great. Somebody says, great show. And you're like, yeah, I'm, I think, you know, mm-hmm. I, I feel pretty good. So everybody's should be like that. You have to be your own uh, worst critic. It, you know, if not, you, you don't really evolve. Uh, and I think and it's also being point. in the jam room, you know, where everything <clears throat> does click. You, you taste that, that click where everything's clicking and everybody's doing it fucking they're in everybody's in that pocket and you even if you taste it for a second that's that's another thing that makes you go back because you want you want to get back into that fucking zen that that oneness of a group of dudes that are trying to make some shit sound cool at that moment you know mm-hmm. and yeah. and yeah so we're chasing that we're and and yeah, we always, always be chasing that that's the thing <laughs> yeah and, and nope. that's why we keep doing it, dude. And and I'll always I, I I try and look at all the things that I don't like about my previous stuff that I've put out as the you know the reasons why I need to keep fucking making new shit. That's it, dude. Yeah. And and by the way, Matt, I I'm I'm one of the dudes that that moves with a band and and I'm very accepting in changes and stuff. And, and you're the addition of you truly, not just cause you're fucking on this podcast with me. Your addition was a great welcomed addition in my eyes and ears for sure, dude. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. Show me the PayPal statement, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> my memories of Casey on that tour. I just want to say it though. Now let's hear it. Oh, yeah, let's get back to that for sure. Casey. I was just sitting in the bus working and I had no idea what was going on in the land of decrepit birth at that time. And I'm I'm sort of a shit. I like to fuck around with people. And there was this weird misunderstanding where something had happened and I was and Bill left and I went like, oh, yeah, he was talking shit about you. And I was completely joking, but I hit a nerve and, and something exploded and it turned into a bad scene. I don't know if you remember that. I don't. <laughs> Nobody remembers anything. Well, that's I don't yeah. remember it. Interview it, question should be about the present. <laughs> which means whatever, which probably means whatever nerve you hit wasn't even, it was just like a in the moment thing. Like probably. That's yeah. one thing. Yeah. Oh, a, a bill nerve. Uh, <laughs> those are common. Yeah, you know. There was I do remember Bill. Time. I do remember Bill not wanting to hand over his passport and walking outside oh, of the bus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where, where was that? Uh, that was at a port of uh, getting into the UK or something, right? Yeah. Okay. And he was all, he was still <laughs> drunk from last the night before. <laughs> and I just like, I hear everyone like, what the fuck's Bill doing? What the fuck? And I just uh, open the, the bunk window and I see him just pacing like, like a psychopath with like the fucking the border people going like, what the fuck are you doing? Just calm down. You'll get, like, you'll get in, just shut up. <laughs> he like, asked him like an offensive question or something, or to him was offensive. Uh-huh. And like, he just took it completely wrong. And he was just completely still drunk. And, and it was that's just cool. like, that's what, what happened? Was, was the border guy like, <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you dick dragon bros? Is that what, what you said to him? Yeah. Right. Every time we, we go into the UK, Flo tells us the morning of says, don't Every get border. too drunk. Every border. Don't get too drunk. What do we do? Every border. <laughs> that's, that's we also a, eat fish and chips, dude. <laughs> but that's the thing, you know. And I'm, I'm, I'm just a little bit older, and, and it, it, it's unbelievable how, how you know, the age uh, just gives you new insight, uh, you know, on stuff like that. You know, and especially with alcohol, you know, and and the, and the tolerance of it and stuff like that. You can ask Mike back then. 
uh, when I was more of a kid, holy fuck, how many, how many fights, band member fights did we get into and, and stupid <laughs> arguments and just nonsensical stuff and, and poutiness and, 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 you know, uh, eventually you, you have to, you go through it, you go through it and you experience it and then you don't want to experience it again. And, that, and that's the learning process. It's, Man, I mean, you know how hard it is to get along with like one person in a relationship. This is like five people that are close yeah. to you. Not only that, you add a you know a few other bands on top of that. Then you got to live mm-hmm. together for a month or so and so. Man, it's it's tough, but there's just certain things that people learn. You you actually, it's great when I go on tour now. I actually kind of just scope out and try to scope out everybody so that I I kind of figure out their characters and that way I can approach them the way that they like to be approached, you know, and it's, that's, it's, it's pretty simple, but you have to go through it. And man, I mean, I went through it, you know, I mean, we had some good times, right, Mike? Oh, fucking right, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you fight and shit. It's like a sibling rivalry. Uh, that's what I was going to say. It sounds like growing up in a fucking Italian family or something like yeah, that. Man, you know? Yeah, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Go home? I mean, you, yeah, you can. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, you know, think about the others too at the same time. And he, I don't know, man. It's just, it is what it is. But it's, it, it's, it's great. It's a great growing up experience. Mix yeah. alcohol with it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just well, like moving in with a woman, you know, you got to make sure that all the the boxes are checked. You know, you, spending a month on the road with four other dudes is a big box that needs to be checked on the list. If the band's going to continue, if you well, know, some we dudes have, have dude, remember, like, we, we did fucking, we did the van, the, the uh, econo yes. line two yes. tours with yes. two fans in an econo line. Dude, that's some the bands. only way I've done it, dude. Oh, two man. bands though, two bands in one band. band. Oh, two bands in one. Oh, four bands in one fucking band. Sorry, I backpedal for sure. I've never with done Gore that. Guts, right, Mike? Huh? With Gorguts, right? Twice. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Two times we did that shit, and we got along with them famously. Like, yeah, I mean, and remember, remember, oh. Steve, remember Steve Hurdle. Uh, God bless yeah, his soul. Of course, I love Steve. Um, love yeah. Rest yeah. in peace, buddy. But he 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 got injured, and he's a big guy. And he took one he whole, the whole fucking one whole row <laughs> the whole time. Uh, oh, so yeah. everyone else, it was like three guys like yeah. sitting there sleeping together like this shit. <laughs> no joke. You remember Vile? Vile was in a minivan and they didn't even have a trailer, so all their equipment was stuffed in the back in oh, a minivan, fuck. dude. Brutal. So that that's almost yeah. just like being in uh, Econoline with two. Been there, fans. done that. <laughs> fucking, fucking growing pains, man. That's oh, what makes yeah. you appreciate the good stuff a little bit more, you know. Most definitely, dude. Like oh. a fucking sh- like a decent Motel Six with with hot water, dude. You know, yeah, that, yeah. Can't be. I it. remember remember sleeping on the train tracks in in Canada at one time. I couldn't sleep in the van. It just everybody like farting, being. I slept on the fucking train on the rocks, man. And in the middle yeah. of the summer, dude. You, we we've had some times where we couldn't even afford a hotel room. We had to fucking sleep under trees and shit to get yeah. out of the sun. Yeah. We're like, all right, this is this is all right. We'll pay five dollars to go fucking at the what was it like a local gym or something to go oh, swimming pool take a shower right. fucking yeah, yeah we yeah. get excited just to just to hit the fucking flying j right yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but back, no but back then though it was five bucks a shower now it's like yeah. 50, 50 bucks a shower. how much what do they charge now 15 or 12 15 or something or, they're like yeah. you want a shower you got to sign up for a monthly subscription of 25 dollars a month right, right. <laughs> 
Well, you know, we're you know we're either, we're, we're either very dedicated or complete idiots, and that's what you know. That's why we get along, I guess. You know. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I think you kind of need a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. Dedicated to. idiots, dude. Yeah. Weren't you talking about on that podcast with uh, Naveen and Cheney, the the Copper Crab podcast, Jill? Was it the one that you guys were you guys talking about the the like gym membership you can get across the country? Oh yeah, they do the uh, Planet Fitness. That's um, what it was. It's because it's like twenty yeah. bucks a month. I mean, it's like literally only ten bucks a month if you're only going to one gym. But if you're going to the around the nation, it's only twenty bucks a month, and it's just nice, clean showers across the nation. That's what they were. That's how they hit. That's how they hit the. So it's basically they sleep in the. No, Naveen's hitting some dumbbells and shit too, dude. <laughs> yeah. like, isn't just taking showers. Oh, like, why not? I mean, Spot was, me yeah. real quick. No, that that's a that's an interesting place. They some that place like gives you candy and like fucking pizza and all kinds of shit. And so it's so a it gym. Sort of goes against the, the workout <laughs> dude, part of it. No, and, you know it's funny when you hear when you hear that you're like that's how they keep you on the hook, dude. Like, I know everything that you just gained, you lost on the way out <laughs> grabbing a couple little of carbs. Rolls, carbs. You know? It's yeah. like almost like a protein shake. Thirty grams of sugar. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have actually at that at that yeah. gym they have a uh, alarm that goes off if you're like I think they call it a lurker or a lurcher i don't know what they call it but if you slam your weights on the ground too hard then an alarm goes off and they like call you a bro and like kick you out or something <laughs> <laughs> they call you a bro like and kick yeah, it's you like out. it's like guilt-free gym <laughs> they're trying to make it like that the, that, that would be written in like a contract for the corporation like you have to call him a bro <laughs> to, like as an employee you're like all right so when the alarm goes off i gotta i gotta do these things and one of them is all right call him a bro yeah, i guess it depends uh, on the guy's size too that you should call him a bro yeah, throw, yeah, throw right. a muscle milk at, throw a muscle milk at him and then kick him out <laughs> oh, God. i do what you gotta do you know to get your shit out i guess well i, I wanted to add also about the european tour um so Matt, like, first of all, like my memory was like, man, this guy's a, a great singer, like off the bat, oh, dude. Like we were like, you. this guy's just like you, you sang all the old songs to me. It sounded awesome, you know, and I only saw Cryptopsy with Lord Worm uh, before you. And that was the first time I saw you guys, I think uh, must have been. I never saw you saw, saw them with you, Mike, um, but I listened to you guys since I was in high school back in the day, you know, and I've heard all the albums and always love them. Um, but yeah, man, we were always just like, I mean, my, my memory was you killed it. Even if that was your second tour, you said my second tour, but the first yeah. one was like five, four days or something. Oh, wow. That's cool, man. That was super good times. And also like, I remember like, I'm like, all right, so I'm going to like play like before flow, like, okay. You know, like <laughs> kind of like in the same boat, like, all right, for our first time in Europe and flow is going to be playing, you know, after me a couple of bands whatever it was and I, I just remember just being like like every night like like you know we'd finish and like I got to watch you behind your kid and like just being right there and like you know like loading out and everything I'm like this is real man it's like right in front of me it's so crazy like like it's like a like you're like a pro drummer you know like like you're like the dude that sets up the the, the kit in a way that's like I mean I saw you at the pound you know like way before like i mean years before that and I, I, like i remember going with friends and we're like dude do the drum solo flow we were like fans you know from back then and of course for years you know then it, back in high school i was like we were always like cryptopsy is the craziest because you get the fastest and shit and and so it was a huge honor for me man like i was just like damn this is so sick and like i was like i can't believe i'm like hanging out with flow and i'm like kind of friends with them a little bit you know like this is so cool dude like you know so total honor. Honor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Thank you, Hell man. Yeah. I, I appreciate it. Um, but you know, and um, yeah, I uh, shit like that is 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 why I um I, I keep going. You know what I mean? And 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 seeing just people that you know say that and, and surpass surpass uh, mean skills about that is even better i think it's i think it's really cool but yeah thank you man i i appreciate it very much and um yeah you know it's uh it, it's it's too bad that that these tours are kind of so short and then we each go our separate ways because you know you kind of form a bond and then it's like broken up and 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 business and logistics make it so that mm. oh my god you know like Oh, oh, now I remember, you know, but this was years ago and haven't, you know, don't know what this guy's, you know, it's, it's, it's weird. It's a weird thing. It's a weird business. It's very weird. And people don't really understand it um, that much. People that are at home and don't do it think that for us, it's just easy peasy. And, you know, it's just, just like, just, just come, come to Brazil. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, yeah. Just, you know, do it. Why, why can't you do it? You know, um, it's, um, it's, it's, it's tough. And, and then at the same time, you make all these new friends and even, you know, even with Mike, I mean, uh, we've been talking about getting together for, for forever. I mean, there's this COVID shit, but I mean, um, um, it, it's a different life because then when you're away, then your family misses you. And, and you know, the friends that you have, it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of screwed up. You really, uh, again, you really have to be dedicated to it uh, or just an ignoramus, I guess. <laughs> I, have a, I have an admission actually to make now that Casey brought the the European tour. I brought it up on one podcast, but there was like, you know, we're young and I mean, not that anything's changed. I still drink alcohol, but you, uh, you guys, bus, you pooped in the bus. Is that what no, you're no, uh, no. <laughs> one, one of our band members did though. One of our band members did. And uh, I, we, I covered for him. That's another one, but I'll let him tell that you tale. Took, you, but, uh, took, you covered for his poop, dude. No, he was like flipping out and I had to cover the door while I took a shit. But uh, um, I thought it was towards the end of the story. It was really somebody else. No, there's only a couple shows left, but no, it was um in Slovakia. There was like we were just broke and there was no booze and the rest of the booze was cryptopsies and um eric already like cussed us out a few times about having some of the booze and so you guys started locking it with like lock and key <laughs> like the actual like lock and so <laughs> i got bus? a pair of uh no it was it was at a it was the venue in slovakia i forget where this was the or auto bar or something yeah. something like that and okay. we were broke couldn't afford like we had you know i could drink a lot so i was like oh what the fuck i only get one beer so i got a pair of uh um lock cutters oh nice <laughs> and i cut Sorry. it open and got into the got into the um the jack daniels and then fucking uh eric just was let us have it after that he was so pissed now, it was uh you gotta do you what see, you gotta do you see man it, it it's all about us looking out for your health that's, that's <laughs> what it it's like all the, the opening bands can yeah. load out to get their exercise load all the gear right. out and right. then right. don't drink we, our alcohol exactly which is we funny because this this we'll story give you all the bubbly story, water the story <laughs> is where i met my ex-girlfriend barbara and where i, I sang you serenade in slovenia oh really oh, different tour oh, different tour oh, different one, tour oh, okay <laughs> orto bar really oh nice man place. yeah brovar was was not happy with us but you know do you remember got... how many of them slept in that little hovel oh yeah they were like yeah. they were like five sleeping in this this tiny little hole, hole in the bus <laughs> yeah yeah totally and they just and like they come went, out and get hammered at, last one's last one's asleep awake sorry for last one's asleep first one's awake yeah and there always be two empty like fifths of uh of vodka, vodka. like sitting there at the end of the night <laughs> 
I remember one time I was like, because they would just like, they would like keep us up sometimes, like super late, just like eh, like breaking shit and stuff, and I'd be trying to sleep. And then one night I decided to get back at him, and I went back and got on like the loudspeaker and was all hammered, and like fucking Tony the Tiger like tried to like fight like box me, like try to like beat oh, me yeah. up, and he like that guy can punch, so I uh, immediately back down. <laughs> I can I tried to keep up with them one night, the night that we played with Vader. Oh yeah, and uh, that did not go well. <laughs> Those guys can throw the fuck down. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> they got fucking Viking vodka blood. So real quick, back to uh, one of the things that I wanted to ask was, you guys did a tour flow uh, with Dimu and uh, Diabolic Christian. I think mm-hmm. that was the bill. And um, you played right under Dimu. Who was the vocalist that, that time? Because I, I, rem- I, I was present at the San Francisco Great American Music Hall show, but for some reason, I, you know, if I gained the information of who he was, I forgot. It was Mike? No, it was Mike. No, it wasn't. It was Mike. Thank you. Was Martin. That was, was a little dude with long hair. I wasn't on. Oh, it was a little guy with uh, I shouldn't say little, but a shorter, <laughs> much shorter dude than Mike. <laughs> with yeah. Long hair. yeah, it was Martin Lacroix. I have a secret for you. He's here right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, that's not true. But... <laughs> he's a monster. We, he, we got to figure Montreal, out how to fit the 10th square like on the screen right now. <laughs> no, no, he, he is in Montreal because he, uh, he lived uh, in Germany for a while, but yeah. yeah. Um, just yeah, stepped in for you. So, Mike, what, what was going on? You couldn't do I guess it? That or... was right after Mike, yeah. So, was that after you had left or? It was after I had left, yeah. Yeah. Um, not How long was that tour after that? Not long? Yeah. Right, Mike's last show was whacking. How cool is that? Yeah, my last show was, yeah, yeah. It's true. It was rocking. That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, I had. Uh, I, I remember actually um, taking the time to look out and just take it all in after the set, and just I, I purposely just said, okay, you know, like this. If I'm going out. I want to, you know, I wanted to go out on 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 the top of the heap in, in terms Talk, of yeah. shows at the time, you know, and uh, just remember, like, just taking the time to just focus in and and admire the fucking awesomeness of of Vakken, you know it was yeah really, dude really just cool cool moment a sea of humans right yeah pinnacle of, of metal festivals you know the perfect right. way to go out and awesome. that is a crazy vocalist he, he was amazing he was a perfect mix of both worm and the salvo just just killer vocalist he was so much Killer, killer. None so live is amazing. That features Martin, just, just so, so good. And uh, anytime we'd go through Germany, he'd come up and jump up on stage with us to do some tracks. It's always super nice. Cool. So now he's I've... home. It's amazing. So uh, Cryptopsy Generations tour. Like I'm pushing. He's, he's tattooing like he's tattooing like 15 minutes from our house. I mean. Oh yeah, is it that close? Really? Yeah, it's Santa. Hey. He was a super, super energetic front man. I yeah. remember him. Hit, like thinking his head was gonna swing off of his shoulders at some certain <laughs> parts of that set because he was just <sighs> but yeah dude that was that was one of the another another pinnacle moment of my young metal career was actually that first time seeing you guys that was my first time and then i got to catch you guys with worm at the pound later on 
Oh, right on. Yeah. Long, 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 long. <laughs> yeah um you guys have also toured with uh disgorge was i think that was disgorge's last tour um that they've done 20, 2015 i think right yeah mm-hmm. i don't think they've toured since then and in you've europe did... right no in the states uh, with arama with the convalescence and with surreption after that, yeah, okay after that you're okay um and um yeah so i pretty much stepped in with to violently vomit um I think that was the last time that Discord was, was was really active and you know there's chance of it coming back. But uh, I just just thinking how you've toured with Decrepid um, since then and back in the day in Europe and and with Discord. So were you guys like paying attention to the, the Cali death scene at the time? Like were you guys feeling the influences coming in in that direction at all? That's a good question. I, f- I feel like we, we respect what's coming from California for sure. And it was, you know, we were offered to, to hang out with friends that we've had before. So, so we definitely jump right back into that, you know, hanging out with Discord was, was a pleasure in Europe. It's, that's, we did that first and the same thing hmm. with, with Decrepit that, that 2008 tour. So hanging out with friends is always a priority over, you know, is this going to work? You know, obviously there's the big hype bands that we'd love to go on tour with, but, but if we can jump into a tour bus with our friends, that's priority number one. Definitely going to work better that way for sure. If you're oh, going you know back to the, expect, yeah. You know what they're expecting, you know, you all have fun, you know? Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. That was my yeah. question. <laughs> <laughs> Diego, Diego, Diego rules. He's the riff wizard. There's this picture from Europe when we tour with him and he's standing with this giant piece of wood. Stick, it, it's, yeah. it's amazing. Oh uh, yeah, in Germany somewhere it was in in stands. I think I have it somewhere. It's on his it's, Facebook somewhere. It's, yeah, it's amazing. It. He's perfect, and he's the chicken. Chris, sing it. Chicken wing song. <laughs> chicken, chicken wing song. Chicken, chicken wings, cheese and macaroni. What's the rest of the oh, fuck, with dude. My You know, what's so funny is, is my fucking son sings the shit. Chilling with my home. Oh, motherfucker, dude. We're recording it tomorrow, Marshall. <laughs> that has big Diego energy for sure. That song. That, that we met Soria there, and you know, Soria filled in for cattle for a bit. You know, it's it's and we, we were, you know, it's it's this huge family of, of metal love. You know, the Cali scene, the Montreal scene. It's a we're one Same scene. with Ricky. Hell yeah. We tour with Ricky with this gorge mm-hmm. and with Suffo. He told us he told us that night in the back lounge there that first yeah. Discord where he's like, by the way, I'm the new suffocation singer. I'm like, fuck you, no, you're not. And he's like, Yes, I am. And then we played in, in Italy and he climbed up this mountain to go practice his vocals. This is like before anyone knew that he was the new Suffo singer. And he's like, I really did it. It was really good. And we were like, Yeah, you're gonna be the new Suffo singer, but he really he is. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that came out of left field kind of and He's fucking awesome at it. So he's killing yeah, Ricky, it. Yeah. Ricky's the man. He's funny as shit. Do you remember he shaved his eyebrows and he missed a bit? <laughs> <laughs> and then he shaved the other one just as much. Dude, I got such bushy, bushy eyebrows, but I'm so scared to fuck with them, dude, because I don't want to end up like having to just take one off. Dude, just be like, I went too far, dude. Got to fucking just take it off and start over. Dude. He's the best. He's the best. No, so what yeah. are you guys are you guys currently what are you guys doing are you guys writing what's what's going on with cryptops here now cryptops we were in a cabin in the woods i've been saying this answer so many times i'll say it again <laughs> yeah, we were in a cabin in the woods <laughs> writing the new cryptopsy record 
uh, right when Trump pulled the plug last year um, during the, you know, when the all international flights, when like the world sort of took COVID seriously, we were in a cabin in the woods. We were on this like massive high, uh, just like yeah. writing, not, not drug wise, drinking beer, eating shrimp, <laughs> shrimp and sours <laughs> and, and, and writing riffs that this was, it was really cool. And then Trump just, whoosh, and then we watched like the world just dissolve and the, the mood how, got really how dark. You, how far did you get? Uh, we, or, we, we got a lot of stuff done. We went for, we were there for five days and we got a lot of stuff done, but then we tried doing it remotely via zoom for the rest of the year. Uh, we actually signed a deal up there that we still haven't announced it's it's cool. I can't wait to announce mm -hmm. it. I keep saying this that I can't announce it for a whole year, but it's it's awesome. I can't wait to announce it. Chris we've, has been working a lot. Yeah, we've been continuing. Um, we we basically have all the skeletons, and we're at the point now of uh, working through uh, the the drum parts. And uh, but it's it's slow. And the reason why it's slow is that first of all, Cryptops has always been slow. <laughs> um, but I think it's a it's it's a it's a motivation factor that this whole thing is brought upon us where you're not too sure what to expect you know tomorrow or or next week, so um, we're, we're we're doing it. it's 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 basically done. It, what we would need to do now is record it, but then if we record it, you know, and 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 sit on it and not tour for it, we're a little bit hesitant to doing that because I personally find in, in, in talking to the guys, I, I think that we kind of all feel the same way is that there's been a, a, a lot of great releases that have come out during this uh, pandemic, uh, pandemic, sorry. Um, uh, um, that, um, that have gone uh, ignored, you know, I mean, it's great. People listen to it for, you know, two, three days and then something else comes out and they listen to that for two, three days and they forget about, and it's just like, you know, you have to tour this stuff. You have to have merch for this stuff. You have to have an image that, that that's imprinted in people's minds because people are, uh, have incredibly short attention spans now, uh, myself included. So it's, it, yeah, we have it. It's there. It's, it's amazing stuff. Um, I think it's going to be, one of our best ones and then again i'm always you know into the the, the newer stuff but we're sitting on it you I know, know i i find like if we would be done if we would be done i i, I mean it's a, it's a bad <laughs> a bad thing to say but if we would be done I, I would probably ask myself what else to do you know so yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. I, I think i think you you in particular you in particular chris would be like yeah it's done and all that stuff and then we have months to sit on it and you'd be like let's change this let's do that let's yeah, change everything again. And, then, <laughs> and then it never ends it never ends you know what i mean so and i think like the best cryptopsy stuff has always been kind of like it's funny to say but kind of um um a procrastination last effort with amazing happy accidents and and, and stuff that sticks under pressure you know what i mean like we work really well under pressure I think for, especially for writing and recording and stuff like that. And I just feel that right now uh, we have it, but we're not, yeah, we don't, we don't know what to do with it. <laughs> I think it's really exciting. The new material. I think, I think Chris has really harnessed his cryptopsy sound because, because I've, I've been saying this a lot. I've been doing a lot of press recently. So I, I keep saying that, that you felt like an imposter for years. 
Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. That, that I you, still you do sure. even for mixing for now. Absolutely. How did you feel like, like <laughs> for the first few years you were writing Cryptops, you felt like you were like impersonating John. It's always, yeah, yeah. Well, even for, um, you know, even for uh, the the unspoken king, when I just arrived, though, I was like, I don't know what's going on, man. This doesn't sound like cryptopsy that much. But and, and I just wrote two songs last minute, you know, the very last minute, and uh, probably my still my favorite. But I still think to this day the, they don't sound like cryptopsy. They sound like me trying to do cryptopsy. But now I've been playing those songs like nonstop for like 15 years plus. So I kind of I kind of got into my hands, you know. So it's right, easy. So Basically, it took you 13 years to feel like you were a part of the band, which is yeah. which is what Matt is saying, and it's it's true. It, it took him that long to feel like, yeah, and, and and I think that um, what really did it were these last tomes were absolutely guitar playing and, and and the soloing and the mixing and, and everything. This whole combination of everything is just so incredible that yeah, the songwriting, the just the the, the yeah. it's it's a blend of the old and the new. Yeah. Uh, the attitude of Cryptopsy, the essence is there. And it's a, a continuation with this new record. And it's a full length. We're not doing a tome three. We're doing a full length record. It is very exciting. The material is is dark. It's way darker. And it has a, a lot more like mood and atmosphere uh, added to it. The, 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 we've actually let the music breathe a, a tiny bit more. Not, not much more, but I feel like there's a little bit moments where, where the music can actually, you know, we repeat a riff a tad longer than we had in the past. And I think that's something that Cryptopsy needed. Not as much as Blasphemy, but still. Yeah, exactly. So it's actually like Cryptopsy did do that. And then they totally stepped away from that. And then and then Ollie and I went to jam it out a little bit and there's no breathing room at all, but that's okay. Right, Ollie? <laughs> yeah, but the riffs, the riffs are there. You got you guys fill it up, but there's you know, the if you repeat something long enough, the, the, the vibe can stay a bit longer than something that's it's, so it's, fast. It's it's the shrimps, dude. It's all because of the shrimps. The sour sh shrimps and <laughs> the sour. shrimps and sours, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got onto that quick, dude. I'm gonna go do Mercury. That. That's funny I'm stuff. Like a combo in my near future. <laughs> well, I love the new stuff, man. Uh especially that one from 2018 that's number two right absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. dude i've listened to that so i i sent it to anthony i was like gotta check mm -hmm. this out before we do and and i remember it coming out at yeah. that time too because i remember i was helping my brother on his house and we were jamming that the fuck out of that ep and and i remember oh, being sick. excited about it then and then you know freshening up on it before the podcast i was like oh yeah dude and how, hearing you guys explain it right now too it's totally the way that i had taken it in was there's enough of that that cryptopsy vibe from the past that gives it that signature cryptopsy but all, everybody who is part of it now their voice is in it and it actually works fucking great. You know, like yeah. every time I'm, every time I'm impressed with the cryptopsy record. So that I, my, my, uh, my, you know, what I'm saying is a little biased because I'm always down for a new cryptopsy, you know? So, but freshening up with that new one and just wanting to get that in, in my head before this, it, I was, I was very pleased with it again and it totally shows exactly how you guys explained it right now. And I'm glad that everybody's comfortable with the project now. You know, like now I'm excited for this full length that you guys talk about. Now that you guys say yeah, that everybody's, you know, set in and fucking ready to go. So, yeah, dude, this is exciting. It's good. Yeah, I, got, I like I got, it. I guess. Yeah, it's 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 exciting. It's it's if Chris likes it because Chris is the ultimate hater. 
He's like very <laughs> self-critical. So, I, I so do hate so. a lot of things. Most of the time he has to get a really, really intoxicated to the point where he's not judging himself. The next day I am. That's- <laughs> yeah, there's no more serotonin left. <laughs> um, but I think Flo, Flo hit on something about like these, these albums that are coming out now. I think to, to my, my take on this is I feel like early pandemic, it was really bad. Like a lot of bands, albums were forgotten. Like one of the main ones, two main ones, me and Ollie spoke about this on our top 10 Black albums Dahlia. of Black Dahlia, Testament. These are two albums that were completely forgotten. They're, they're pure gems. Nobody talks about them. They're, they're like just about forgotten. Is that Verminous, the Black Dahlia one? Yeah, exactly. It's a killer. Oh, that I love sick. that shit. So we talked to Trevor like yeah. two but weeks ago. Yeah. Those guitar solos, dude. It, so. I, I feel and like like customers are now. To, you know. Yeah, but that, that came out later. So so I, I feel like people have, have come accustomed to what the pandemic Cataclysm. is, how they can support, how they can support the bands. I, I think that even if I, you know, I don't want to release a, pan, a pandemic release, but even if we had to, if the label that we signed to finally put their foot down was like, we need something by this date, we're going to drop this record pandemic or no pandemic. I think that the, the, the market has adapted to what a pandemic release is now versus those first six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I would hope that it would adapt that quick because art needs to keep getting put out. You know? and, and I think and, that it's people are eating it up more now. I think at first they were scared. They didn't know what, you know, they were too busy buying toilet paper to, to, to support mm-hmm. metal releases. Totally. And I, and we've talked about it before, but I'm, I'm excited for like, it, this is just another part of my excitement, which is everybody who has, didn't have the chance to put as much time into their art as they did, but pre pandemic now during the pandemic, they actually, there was enough people out there that, took the opportunity really fucking put their head down and went into it and we're gonna have some really cool shit in like 2022 you know it's it's gonna be fucking cool i'm just worried about the touring state in the future yeah i know let let, let alone if they're let alone if there are any venues out there you know cat i've talked about this all the time on my podcast like cattle was at an ultimate high Mm -hmm. right before the pandemic you know, are they still going to be able to ride that wave with all these other highs that are still happening? How is everyone going to be able to tour their hype? Mm-hmm. Totally. And, and you know, you, it, I, I remember we discussed it a little bit on the episode, too. It, you could tell that they that that was really bad timing because they were they were gung ho and ready to go, you know. And um, well, shit, you know, fucking crazy shit happens right and now here we are a year later on zoom but hey we got an international fucking we're about this close to getting into politics so just... <laughs> <laughs> i'm waiting for that slip up someone's got it well dude Why, I, I, i'm there it's gonna I'm be going, i'm going you know it's gonna be mad super chores well yeah, may, maybe like one, once we can do it again, it's going to be like this insane lashback and then death metal is going to be like the biggest music on the planet. Like all the, it's going to be, everything's going to be huge, you know, like. I mean, death is it like true? A, I've, I've heard, I've heard I mean, earlier that Cali will reopen all their, Cali should reopen all their venues somewhere in June. June, yeah. July. Yeah. 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 June 15th. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then it's people exciting. ask, why isn't it? Why isn't it April fifteenth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get saying, another beer. Are I'm you guys playing? Are, are you guys uh like have any loose plans for touring, or is it recording first? There, there's there's nothing going on on the touring front. I think well, the, the, the first tour that we should talk about. Yeah, there was for Europe, and they got moved back to to 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first tour we should start thinking about is a Canadian tour. I think that's the first realistic tour that could happen for Cryptopsy. Mm-hmm. Maybe just a show. We'll start with a show. <laughs> we'll start <laughs> yeah, small. Just one show. What if you live stream a real show? No, I'm not down for live streams. It's too much work. Yeah. And it, ha- it, it would have to be really fucking cool. And I did pitch one. I've been pushing for this thing. I would love to do this. And I'll say it again. Um, Vox and uh, sorry, Vox and Hops is my mind. I have to sorry, Cryptopsy Generations Tour, where it's <laughs> all the vocalists of Cryptopsy in one uh, live stream. So that that's a live stream that I crazy. would do. Crazy, yeah. You get Mike, you get uh, Lord Worm, you get Martin, myself. We do our own material, and then we do like an ultimate cover thing. That would be so, you know, Behemoth won the live stream game. Got to do the They've math. done the yeah. best live stream. Who, who has done a better live stream than They did a really good one, too. That's true. That's true. I'm not a big fan, but um, it's my uh, my buddy is, is uh, you guys are going to laugh, uh, Pussifer. Did you see that one? Hell yeah. That, that one, was, I mean, but it was also, it was also, Pussifer. no, but it was also like, it wasn't live stream. It was like done no, over like three weeks, you know, and like they, they had to make sure the sun was in the right spot to record and things like that. But um, uh, yeah, I mean. That, that one um prog band i keep talking about leprous they, yeah. they've done like 15 of them now they're like yeah they're doing one this weekend where they do like they're doing two they, old they albums. get they get they get they get grants from the government to do this yeah they have to a country that does that they're playing literally yeah. like these fancy ass places and these fancy ass recording studios right that's exactly songs. why it's awesome yeah, yeah. Exactly why. So here, yeah, yeah. grants here, from the here, government here's yep. my take on this and i think mike will probably back me up the more these things happen the more it pushes the way it's not supposed to go. Um, and it, it's not normal. It's, it, it's not natural. And the more we accept these things where everything's going to be done, you know, at home on your computer and stuff like that, the more we're getting away from um, the, the fight to get back to where we all should be. And the, the way that the only way that we can actually benefit from it financially Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, because a true show is a true show, I and mean, you can't you can't do that. You can't replicate yeah. that live. Stream. Yeah, I do agree with that, and I, I also sure. I'm also concerned. Like you know, I mean, everyone's everyone's got that impression. Like when when they open the doors, everyone's going to be there, and I wonder if if shows are going to be fucking dead for a while. Like, and and I only say this like not in the sense that dead like dead dead, but it's not going to have yeah. you know fucking thousand people at a show maybe it will i don't know but i just have that that's a good point like it's going to be they're going to be blocking people from coming in there's going to be certain people that are going to be okay to go and then certain people who are not okay to go and it's going to be this kind of this kind of routine happening for for a while so Mm -hmm. it's i don't know i I just don't know what what to expect you'll see what types of fans are just really really just wanting to get back to a show too you know it's like i know there's so many people itching out to get to, to that live atmosphere again so I, I, I positive, positive. 
the longer we take this, the 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 longer or the the farther away we're actually getting from um, what we used to call normal. Uh, that's what I think. So, well, I think I I mean personally, I think human connection will eventually fucking you know what's the word subside fucking reconnect fucking fuse back well then whatever <laughs> you know get it'll all fucking i i think it'll set its it, i think that being physically connected with somebody is something that humans don't aren't gonna let go you know i think it's gonna be fine i mean i think because uh you know i live in a beach town and uh the second that things started to get more relaxed the fucking streets here were tens of thousands of people trying to get to the beach. It was like on Friday for, for Easter weekend here and over in Santa Cruz, there was like at 9 a.m. I was trying to go to work and there was beach traffic coming in from over the hill. That was all the way. It was like two miles long already. And that usually that starts around like th- 2, 3 p.m., 4 p.m., 5. But it was like people were in this town. You could not move in this town. Like it was like if you want to go anywhere near the beach, it was you were sitting in traffic for you know 45 minutes because yeah you guys everyone... are, 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 are even less than ours are ours are like really really strict very yeah then, yeah but then, it, but then again you yeah but then again you have you know like florida florida has live shows yeah uh, a, lot, a lot of musicians are flocking to florida because they have live shows yeah you know like kind of like a cover, cover band yeah. like that. and texas is reopened to live shows too and um it, it it's i think it's got to happen for people saying what that, that that baseball game was like you know pretty much full capacity too i mean i don't know at one point um uh, you know watching hockey with just like fans sharing in 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 speakers re- pre-recorded is, is a little, <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm raring for fucking weird. live hockey again go sharks a little bit weird yeah i yeah, was like super so surprised that we got the worst What's that? Like stand stand up comedy. That's oh yeah, comedy. yeah, yeah. Like shows People... in front of nobody with fake. Like, <laughs> right, yeah, totally. It's so lame. Like, who yeah, who yeah. controls the laugh button? Who controls know, the right? laugh button? How do you do comedy in front of nobody? That's well. There's crazy. there's people yeah. doing the comedy, but they're doing it in these in these drive-in theaters, and what they're they oh, have yeah, like cars cool. in there, and yeah. people are like honking and so laughing. It's just like <laughs> burr, burr, burr. it's even worse. It's like doing yeah. a stand up show in front of the part in front like of the traffic. Or like or hey guys, I have a joke for you. In a business that's actually probably one of the most touched by uh, by all this, um, and being that we don't make you know uh, millions of dollars, we'll probably be the last ones to start doing shows again because you know when you do make millions of dollars, you can arrange to have all the sanitary uh, things uh, placed and. Mm-hmm. In the clubs and in the arenas, but uh, we're we're in one of the business that's that's going to be long lasting, I think, for um, <clears throat> for what's uh, what's going on. Unfortunately, I, I'm so, just hoping that all these these awesome clubs that we play finally <laughs> fix the bathrooms during the time that they have <laughs> Put toilet paper in them. Yeah. <laughs> this you guys got the year. Clean that paper. bathroom. You know, like 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 all doors, full size doors, yeah. full size doors, dude. Hot water, maybe, maybe. Who's maybe. had this happen where you walk in and it literally is like you got to go take a shit, dude? But you're gonna see that you're gonna like, what's up, dude? To the guy taking a yeah. piss right next to you. Every <laughs> like, one of us. Like, like there's yeah, there's yeah. no like it's the most de- like degrading thing to be like, yeah, dude, I'm I'm on tour. I gotta take a shit right now. And every dude who comes in here. 
can just and, like look down and be like, your dick is fucking in your body oh, right now. You remember, you remember the Penny, the penny Arcade in uh, in Rochester, uh, Rochester, New York? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We played there. We played there at least twice. Oh yeah, well, totally. We have stories. Yeah, it's probably the one I'm talking about. <laughs> What's that? It's probably the one I'm talking about. Yeah, oh yeah. Both times we went to this place, the bathrooms were shut down, so we had to go next door to mm. some bar. And I, I remember sitting there. The, the toilet was far back from the door, and the door wouldn't lock. So uh, I was you got your foot. Holding you got your myself foot. up because <laughs> the, the door would. Oh yeah, dude. And I'm holding the door like fucking shoving it back in their face. I'm like, hey, hey someone's under there. And I'm taking a shit and holding it off. Come on, man. I've totally dude, done that too, dude. Yep, I remember. <laughs> <Even> <laughs> the times. Yep. Uh, You're like, what are people doing here? The yeah, one dude. at Launchpad in Albuquerque. No door, There's dude. like a toilet. In, there, no, no, it's just in the middle of the fucking bathroom <laughs> next to the sink. Like, you don't is mind that where uh, the, the New Mexico <laughs> fucking metal <laughs> fest? What is that one that we did? No, Gathering that was somewhere else. Sick? No, no, that's another venue that the same guy books, though. Oh, okay. Guys, I've, I've been, I've been it, very, I've been very lucky. I've been very lucky. Uh, never did on the bus. And I always kind of scout it out now at the beginning of the day and find you. Like, I remember you took a shit sometime. I, I forget where we were, but you like, you like, like came back and you're like, yeah, I just found a sick bush over there to take a shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> you always have to scope it up. You always have to plan ahead. Because you know what's coming. So I came out there one time and James King was taking a shit, like uh, sitting against the, like using like, he, like, like doing like a wall sit against the bus <laughs> and just like, and just drop. Like I was like, hey, oh, hey, what's up? Dude? I'll talk to you later. James, James King rules. It was so later, much fun on that. Trip. Oh yeah. He's awesome, man. Yeah. I actually haven't heard Shout from him out. for a while. I, uh, I think he, I basically like try to entice him with some Kansas city chiefs. Uh, I snuck out for some uh, COVID, uh, COVID football game. Cause Kansas city is just kind of like, fuck it. We're going to, we don't care. You know, we, people can still come to our games. And I went out there. I was like, well, I'm going to fly out there and watch a Kansas City Chiefs game and see how weird this is. And uh, I hit up James, but I couldn't get a hold of him. But yeah, that was uh, definitely one of the more awkward live venues in the middle of shit going down. It was like the worst time to go. And like they're doing these little pods of seats, like four seats, like every six feet, you know. But uh, it's still I had to just see it for the experience because it's like one of the only live sporting pandemic experiences you know i could ever talk about so like everything else was just nothing you know but yeah you gotta do what you gotta do i know you guys are are, are pretty uh restricted over there but uh yeah i had to fly about 1500 miles and i was like i was thinking like you know the the plane's gonna be like separated you know like it's gonna be like every other seat or something and it was just like jammed packed with like people trying to get standby and like it was just like they didn't give a fuck they were just like fuck. trying to sell as many seats as they could you know it all makes perfect sense right yeah money man. like our industry is dying <laughs> yeah 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 this is all we could do like <laughs> fuck off topic I'm like this close I'm, I'm this close to talking about politics you're being um, good Flo. you're being good keep it going oh <laughs> can i ask christian i i looked up um uh your studio work and you've done like every sick record ever um especially like beyond creation um beneath the massacre uh, can you talk a little bit about your studio and and the work you're doing there right now uh what do you mean by my studio like the name of the place or uh chris, yeah, chris, yeah. sell yourself he wants you sell to sell yourself, yourself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> get that money 
Fuck, change I'm so of bad at, I'm so bad change at this. of subject tactic <laughs> only, as a host. Only night to be <laughs> Matt knows. Matt, I need to learn from you. Yeah, you need to help me out here. I yeah. mean, I, I I'm really passionate about about it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing this because I'm spending like mad hours like sitting on that damn chairs. It's it's absolutely insane. And uh, but I mean, it's really a passion, you know. And and every and I'm really glad and very grateful that I've been able to work on albums that I actually do enjoy very much, you know. So that's it's it just makes it way more fun than just like recording a band you're not really into, you know. Even though you, I still do it and I still love it and I take it as as seriously as possible, but when it's like some bands that you really do like, man, it's not even a job anymore, you know. And it has to be like that because the countless hours I'm spending, like watching on a screen, man, it's just like, it's, yeah. it, it gotta work. It's gotta be worth it. I'm working That's on good. very uh, amazing bands, like some some uh, idols of my youth these days, and I'm like, well, I can't believe I'm working with these guys. But anyway, when it's gonna come out, you, you guys will see and you'll you'll know. But uh, what yeah, was I'm that band that um might have been the one that you guys were mentioning earlier? But um, I remember. Chase Chase from you know decrepit animosity went up there for a while and recorded with he was at the the band you guys were talking about earlier with a bunch of different people on it it was like a big no Chris Chris uh, didn't record that one it was it was the dude from Chris from it was the opposite Chris yeah, from Chris, the yeah. massacre yeah really I thought he's oh, oh yeah, he's, yeah, I thought yeah, it was yeah. I thought he said Chris from Crypto continue yeah. continuum no 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 but there was like a it no, was like conflux. a Con- conflux 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 yeah. yep. you didn't do that. No, no, it's the opposite Chris from beneath. But Chris is Chris is being very modest. Chris is killing it right now. Chris, Chris like got the agonist signed. Oh, nice. I love I've been listening to the agonist. uh, They're they're a killer band, good friends of ours, of course. Uh Chris got them signed because damn Chris the same way I got beneath new album. Yeah. The beneath new album, I got them signed on Century too. So I'm I'm happy for them. And once again, that's another great album. We just like got like like passed on there to radar because of covid you know it's, it's so extreme it's such a it's such it's a so killer sick album. dude <laughs> yeah so sick you know he he, he the the shadow of intent despised icon chris chris is on that cusp of becoming uh, he hasn't told me he's talking about these he's mixing his idols i don't know what he's doing right now so maybe he's already at this point and i'm, I'm selling him for no reason but for chris no, is I, at I, that, I, at I that cusp from too. <laughs> of being of being the next big dude so so I've been waiting for him to get I know that he's been this forever. But well, see, I don't he, want him to be at the that cusp. Dude. I think he is already the dude, you know what I mean? And and it, it, it's always better to stay low key a little bit too, you know. Totally. Um, um but uh no, he he, he yeah, I, he's got some challenges uh, ahead uh this year as well, so uh but I to be honest, I mean and I've done a lot of, you know, recordings and I guess many of you have as well, but working with Chris is, uh, and, and not just me, I, I listen to the feedback of the people that I play with as well. And I've recorded with them. It's, uh, it's so easy because, uh, uh, like, like myself, Chris is not a patient person, but when it comes down to business and dealings and, and stuff like that, you'll, you'll develop that patience to make something happen you know and for that chris is uh beyond uh 
beyond words. It's unbelievable. You have a yeah. sick microwave, by the way. It's and a sick studio. That place is. Uh, oh, look behind you, Jesus Christ! It looks fancy as hell. Sweet board, yeah. And, and, and not only that, he's one of the only guys that um, he's a guitar player. Yeah, but he um, his ear. That's uh, that's the mm-hmm. important thing. His ear is incredibly developed, and his timing is incredibly developed as well so he'll be able you know if you if you ask him say you know, stop me if i'm off and he'll do it and, and he'll pick it right away and and then when he works with the guitar players that i know he'll be like no you're a little bit out of tune you know what i mean and, and where other people will not even notice the difference he'll notice the difference it's it's crazy so it's not only his skills with the uh, with his programming and 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 his guitar playing, it's also it's uh, pretty much inert. It's in in him as far as his ear goes, which is incredibly important and kind of rare. So yeah, that's a bit weird that I'm here. You know, so. <laughs> 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 sounds like a question I ask myself every day, dude. When I wake up in the morning, yeah. pretty weird that I'm here, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Another I'm day. getting paid to say all this, of course, but I mean, <laughs> it's not even the question. Rose, Rose, Rose yeah, yeah, is yeah. paying flow. Uh, <laughs> give me my mic back, I, I, if you got an endorsement now. I hate, I hate tracking with anyone but Chris. I hate when I when I have a, a producer that looks at me and goes, "What did you think?" Yeah, yeah. thanks for backing up, Matt. Exactly. I would have been like, dude, if I fucking didn't like it, I would have told you. <laughs> I would have said one thing. that again. Reminds me of uh, Zach Oren. Like uh, when we first went in to go to go uh, record with him, he he just does not pull any punches. He's like, I remember one time I was playing something for the Cryptic Implosion Odious album, and he looked. He just stops and he turns around. And he goes, "Do you even know what you're doing right now?" Like, <laughs> and I was like, "Geez, I was already nervous." And we were playing a song I like, that I'd I never recorded. Yeah. I know. I was it's like, funny, Shit. man. I wish I, I wish I could be like that a bit more, but I'm just too. Yes, um, yeah, Chris thinks that, but he'll say it in a very polite way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, Quiet. Like, there's a presumption. His beard. <laughs> yeah, I'm just <laughs> pissed inside, and this is why I drink that much after. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I have this yeah. theory that you might not understand what you are playing right now. <laughs> yeah, but I, I also noticed that, like, even like vocally and stuff, like uh, Matt, like you're saying, like, there's, there's something that you, like, I remember like, explaining something. Uh, you know, poorly to you on what I, what I wanted. And you were just like, Oh yeah, just like this. And bang, it was done. I was like, okay, yeah, well, that's exactly what I was looking for. (laughs) Uncanny ability to match up whatever people are trying to say, my personal experience, whatever I, you know, whatever someone's trying to say to you, you just, you, you develop it in the sound and, and it's exactly what you hear in your, in your head. And I don't know how you do it, but you do it. He's the best. He, 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 I came to his house three years ago this summer with like this mishmash idea of what I wanted the intro to Vox and Hops to be. My idea was horrible. What I left with, what I left with was the intro of Vox and Hops. He was like, this is what it needs to be. And he, he understands. He like deciphers what our shitty ideas are. I was drunk too. <laughs> <laughs> For Vox and hops, you know, it's appropriate. It's perfect. Yeah, it's yeah. It always comes back to alcohol. Huh? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> no. not, not today. So hey. hey, I still got What's two up? Good nice. for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, That's amazing. Canawake Brewings, 
Crisp Topsy, the New World Pilsner. Um, it is a pilsner that's been brewed with a bohemian yeast and mono mosaic hops. Uh, shout out to Drew, their brewer. That's his. That's his brainchild. Uh, he's he's awesome. He's like mad hype brewery. Very excited to have that. And it's 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 exceptional. Really, really, it is. I'm so not. They, even, I'm not crazy on pilsners, and this is doesn't even taste like a pilsner. It's like a no. It's that mono like mosaic hop. It's it's a new world pilsner. That's yeah. It's, it's really good. Catawake is going to be one of Montreal's top breweries within the next year. The pandemic really slowed them down, but they've really been gaining ground, and I'm stoked that Drew's a part of our camp. I had no but, idea yeah. how in a how in the beer Matt was until um uh, we ran into in Oakland. I was randomly in Oakland. You were playing with uh, Belfagor. That's and, when it uh, really was taking off. Yeah. Yeah, you were you were literally like you're like I was like, hey, do you have any spots? Because I'm broke and I'm in town and I'm with my girlfriend and uh, I'll bring you beer. He's like, okay, cool, you're on, whatever. <laughs> like you're already on, whatever. And so I, I brought the beer going. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, Loganita sucks. Is what I brought them. Oh shit! Which uh, those were which, heavy. They were heavy. They were eight percent or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember like uh, you texted me like two days later or something. You were or like hit me up. You're like that beer was fucking amazing. I really like the, the <laughs> that's actually the, the beer that the bottom got... of that and then the the top you know sparkle ta- I don't <laughs> the know bottom of that and the top <laughs> from the well, bottom like to beer. the top. I, I, beer beer is something special. I always like beer. I actually discovered craft beer with Donaldson. And this is like an origin story that I say all the time is, is we were at playing Masquerade, Summer Slaughter 2008. We went to that little convenience store under the bridge around the corner. We picked up Blue Moon and we picked up uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Sierra Nevada Pale Ale changed my life. Yeah, <laughs> no shit, dude. So I could do Blue Moon. That's yeah. awesome because, I mean, I, I grew up with Sierra Nevada because of where we're from. It's a mainstay and, here. And yeah. that is the introductory hop beer yeah, it's for so a young it's, it's kid a- coming up in northern california <clears throat> and then you find and then we got older and then lagunita sucks and all that that was lagunita sucks was the one who made me pay attention to craft beer okay i was i i'm understanding you know these these citrus and grapefruit notes in these beers and i actually really enjoy it you know so i started to chase those citrusy you know grapefruity forward tastes on the hoppy beers and then you know getting into hazies is is a whole new game for me too because everything's in this seems like an opened up ipa it's it's completely mad and it's sugar forward yeah it is it's totally destroying the beer climate (laughs) everyone loves it because it's basically sugar juice for adults right now that is hooking in all these new beer consumers are people that are just guzzling sugar and getting fat as fuck speaking of love it's a really good thing it's a really good thing i love you guys because um (laughs) this beer stuff you know you know you know my opinion about all this beer stuff um but um yeah um i'm (laughs) He's basically like, all right, let's move on. Uh, um, no, no, it's great. No, it's great. And, and, and Matt's been, you know, really, really good with it and stuff like that. But, um, and, you know, you know, on a, on a really hot day, or, you know, I'll give you a perfect example, right? Is there a- you, just, you just finished playing Cryptopsy show, right? And, and it's really hot, you know, and, you're, and, and you come off the stage and, and you're, you know, you're really hot. Well, my little pleasures in life are actually coming backstage and, and, and putting my hand into something that was f- filled with ice and 
taking out something that will quench me. Yeah. Uh, and at the same time, start giving me a little buzz, like after 12 or something. Right. But uh, um, yeah. And, and, and this beer, this beer revolution and stuff like that, that, um, that <laughs> you'll, oh, you you'll, you'll be happy, you'll, you'll I, be so happy like, because Christmas boys totally are back. But but honestly, uh, because of um, uh, because of this and my love for Belgian people, um, I've discovered that I actually like white beers. Okay. And 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 now Matt knows who to who to contact on tour and stuff like that, and what to request sometimes when I'm running out of my uh, uh, typical stuff. So I'll just go to what's the a, next tour. We're going to be inundated. inundated what's your typical stuff? Beer. What's your typical stuff? Coors Light. Man. Yeah, yeah, just something you could drink for like forever. Light lager, yeah. Coors yeah, yeah. Light, that's it. You know, actually, um, during this part, I know Matt's gonna fucking crucify me for this, but um, just be, I was into the, uh, the, the craft beers and stuff like that, and I was doing that, and I'm doing that just because you're on pretty much. Uh, that's the only reason why I'm drinking the heavy IPAs on a podcast, but um, I you know the 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 seltzers the 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 white no, I'm, cruci- I'm crucifying you i fucking yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> those i could i could that's what i said i already i'm a so, fucking psychic am i back I know, in I, with this hazy right here now? <laughs> that up? tony you're cool man <laughs> no but the seltzers you guys are all in you guys are all no, in. no i i think i think flow would be down with the, what he's describing a seltzer drinker right now i'm just letting you know flo, word flo, for flo. word i i could hook you up with a seltzer contract yeah <laughs> no listen for me it, it, the problem is i drink really fast you do i, I drink really fast i can and drink all back in a podcast right i always need something in my hand you know after like you know whatever when i'm when that's I start. that's his shirt joel's shirt back i can drink a 12 pack in a podcast that's a back print <laughs> that's a back print for no, there's there's been many merch there's been many times where I pull my camera down. And it's a full. It's like eleven. The Joel shirt. That's the back of it. I mean, the, I, I, the, I like the white that. claws though. White claws. Yeah, a twelve pack in a podcast. That's the back print. <laughs> that's, my, that's my tattoo on the back of my neck. Cali Death official. <laughs> but right you there. know the way that what, what Flo's talking about. I take every other liquid the way that he does. It was, I pound it. I like yeah. water. A, a pint of water goes down in three seconds. You know, but. The beer is the only thing that makes me sit. Well, I have to sit back because you've seen me on the end of some of these things where I keep <laughs> drinking, dude, and it's not good. It's dangerous. I feel like the whole virtual drinking, we drink way faster. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's Every insane. time I stop it's talking, so I dangerous. fucking reach for the glass, dude. It's dangerous. No, it's a, And I host I host these Thirsty Thursdays, which is something that's beautiful that is formed uh, thanks to the podcast I started hanging out with people just on zoom every thursday and a whole beautiful community has formed thanks to this okay it's it's insane Cat the Close, what's your cat's name uh that's zelda nice and, uh, and the other little one daisy i don't know where she is and but uh mainly the reason why i ask is we have pets all the, that's another thing too about having these zoom things and everybody's at home is we get to meet everybody's pets that that roam see, around my, the house. My dog is somewhere, but he started stinking. My wife's been gone for like a month and a half, and I haven't washed the stupid dog. So I decided, <laughs> I decided to give him a, a, a French shower. <laughs> I just, I, it's like shop, I just sprayed like on dry him. shampoo or something. It's for dogs, man. dude. Dude, bring that shit on tour, and when people <laughs> yeah, start smelling, you just like, might be a. A miracle worker for the van, dude. If you're sitting in the econo dry pube shampoo. (laughs) It actually smells smells good now. 
dude uh, thirst i know we do this on thursdays but i'd be down to do a thirsty thursday with you and uh oh it's amazing i i, I started it like just on a whim i i hosted it every week until uh, september and then i switched it up where i only hosted uh the first month first thursday of every month but they keep hanging out every week whether yeah. i'm there or not and now nice. i have guests cool. that come on that become a future podcast and that whole, you know, when I throw the guest over, I just had Brittany Slays on, which was episode 250 um, last week. And the Thirsty Thursday community asked questions to my guests. It's, it's amazing. It's I'm so lucky to have Dude. the, the talk Thirsty about Thursday a, community. Little, little side note, but talk about having fucking Sebastian Bach on your, your I, I Dude, randomly like amazing. that, that came up amazing. on my, uh, that came up on my, my, like my front page feed one day. It's just all like you smiling and Sebastian Bach. Cause I, I saw an interview with him doing the um, that fact or fiction Wikipedia thing. And yeah, he was a fucking asshole. I was like, "Oh, I mean, you gotta get him." But you never know where you're gonna get him. You never. I know was like, "I didn't know." <laughs> and, and crazy story about that interview. Uh, yeah. He was super late, but yeah. this happens, you know. Like, there's times that I set up my Zoom thing, I launch it, and I always have work to do, right? So I was like, I always wait like a half an hour. So I had finished the work I had to do. I had a beer here. I cracked the beer that I was going to drink with him and I started drinking it and I was like, okay, well, whatever, I'm going to get up and boom, there he was. It was like 20, 25 minutes, maybe late. And there he yeah, was. Yeah. And he was on fire. Yeah, and no, it was, I, actually, I, it was good. I don't talk, right? Like I don't like talking. Now I'm talking a lot because I'm drinking and it's, I'm the guest. So, yes, so yes. I've been speaking a bit more than usual, That's but I, I tend not to speak when I, when I'm, hosting a, po a podcast i like to let my guest have the spotlight but um he, i asked like three questions and we went for an hour and he sang and if and anyone's watching check it out check it it's an amazing episode sebastian so i just Bach could i just fire. how did you i mean how did you score sebastian buck like i don't know that's um, like a... i teamed up with uh, heavy montreal which is one of montreal's oh, okay. metal promoters uh, gotcha. I was very stuck. Actually, I teamed up with them right that weekend. I don't know if Chris or Ollie remember me getting that email saying that Heavy Montreal was going to back mm -hmm. Vox and yep. Mopsfine. This is for, before the podcast. So I got that email. Everything was happening. It was I was super stoked. And then the pandemic happened. That. Don't worry. So I just like <laughs> stopped, stopped writing them. And then finally they were like, let's just make Heavy Montreal Vox and Hops' podcast. Box and, Box and Hops and Heavy Montreal's podcast. So, so they hooked me up with, with, with uh, Sebastian. It was amazing, awesome, man. One, one thing, uh, just looking at Flo again. Flo <laughs> is such a unique <laughs> motherfucker that, like, that, like, just dealing with that. That I immediately got your sarcasm, and like, we both like immediately like partnered up on that last on that uh, European tour. And a lot of people like didn't understand this, like, you know, this like uh, French Canadian sarcasm. Like, dude, he's the most funny guy here. Like, what, what do you guys like? What do you guys not see in this guy? Because I remember, like, you said like a couple snarky things to people, and be like, "Oh, he's mean. Flo's mean." And I was like, "Dude, yeah, yeah, I, I this... no, no, continue, continue, and I'll expand on that a little bit." No, I mean, me and you like immediately kind of hit it off, and like we drink, smoke cigarettes, blah blah, like sit there and just judgmentally like make fun of things. That was it. Was just like a fun. I think thing. I think Flo connects always connects with people that smoke i think he that means you get the that's extra maybe that's time. maybe yeah, yeah maybe the there's no personality time with Flo. I, I feel like oh. i was part of that too because i totally got it so Flo, explain dude yeah, yeah. no I, I, no no you know and 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 you guys are are, are kind of right and um i uh here here's how i see things now because i know that in the in the mic days and stuff like that i was just a total dick drunk because 
I was, dude, because <laughs> because I just said I drank fast, but I couldn't hold it like I I, I can now. And I'd go, man, I'd go wild. I remember like we were um, at a festival in Europe and we're meeting the, the guys from Central Media for the first time. And they everybody had these plastic cups. And I, I, I was, we played at 11 or something like that. And I would make it uh, a, a day of kicking people's beers out of their hands. <laughs> I remember that. That's how I spent exactly my day. Like what I, yeah. That's how I spent my day. And then at like 11 at night, uh, let me just finish playing. And I think I fucking kicked his beer out of his hand. <laughs> you know, it, because I don't care, but the ah. thing is, but the thing is, I do, but I do care, and and, and you know, and afterwards, I feel awful for like the, you know the day after, I feel like a total dick. The reason why uh, uh, I'm sarcastic, it's 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 because I think that that listening is a lot more important than talking, and the more you listen, and it doesn't take very long usually uh, to people the more you figure them out kind of right away and the more you can uh, be really cool with them, but the more you can like relate because it's, it's easier to figure out somebody than, than, than having somebody come up to you and, and telling you all about themselves and, and, and this and that. And, yeah. you know, and then you, you listen and you're like, Oh, cool, cool. And they don't ask you anything about you. So there's no relationship there, but when you're, let's go back to the smoking. When, when you're having to smoke and stuff like that, well, you have that little, you know, time to kind of share things and, and, and talk because you're in the same situation. You're in the same place. And that's how you, 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 you get to, to know somebody a little bit uh, uh, closer. And it, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take long. Actually. I find to, to, to know somebody, you know, it's actually, so, I, 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 li I literally started to cut you off. I literally remember the, like it was the first night we were hanging out and I actually, I had this little stupid game of what, you know, like when has, someone has a bottle and you hit the other bottle and it starts exploding. Yes, um, yes, yes. Yeah. So I started doing, I did that to you first. Yes. And then like, then we started this like battle of like getting everyone at the, right, like at this right. hangout. And then yeah, like, you right. finally, you finally tried to get me and you, you couldn't, you, you missed. And then you broke, you took my full beer, broke it on your head and then gave me your hat. <laughs> <laughs> that was See? a wild See? night. See? That's why I don't remember too much anymore. <laughs> It sounds it like performance be, art, dude. Right, it could know? be alcohol or concussion. Well, more than there was a picture of me like laughing with your hat on, and you just going like, "Oh yes, I remember. I remember that." Actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I get no, the I, I get the being out in the smoking area too. Because even at, even when I was a smoker, I liked being in the smoking area. But even after I quit, I uh, would still go hang out in the smoking area because one, I'd smoke cannabis too, but. I'd also love to just be out there for the camaraderie of being in the smoking crowd, you know, and yeah. that is where everybody else kind of just like, you know, lets their shoulders down. Or it's because exactly. yeah. when you're a minority, you know, you, you have things that you, that you stand for and you, you unite a little bit more, I guess, you know, totally. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a podcast. It's like a the, the first podcast. Like you you deal the with the whole like podcast. the original podcast. You go you deal with the whole tour, <laughs> blah blah. Then like let's go have a smoke and like have a podcast about it for five minutes. You know, let's go have basically a like reflect that, on that it. That would actually be a very funny concept for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, just to try and get the cigarette conversation. The quick yeah, seven and you only track that of a whole tour, and then when you go home, you mix it and put it out as like, <laughs> like segmented <laughs> episodes with different people. <laughs> That's actually a really good idea. Hey, it comes like, can, you, you know, can, you, can you believe this motherfucker? Like, what the fuck is that guy doing? Yeah, <laughs> dude. And if, you'll get everybody's real, like, quick little fucking 
quirks and 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 things that they're having issues with right in the moment they're just like Fuck, that's dude, actually an interesting it. way i gotta to fucking do this we, gotta, like, we like, still gotta do this getting their cigarette in real yeah, quick it's like taxi cab confessions kind of but like yep. with metal <laughs> cigarettes and like a wrap-up <laughs> tour like to like talk about the tour the way to wrap it up that's actually a really good idea i'm thinking about I think that smokers, yeah, I, yeah smokers are more uh, sarcastic but they're also big hypocrites so you know it's all good <laughs> they're always quitting yeah Speaking yeah. of hypocrite, yeah, I'm, I'm doing a, a vape cigarette now. It's just like a basically a hypocritical cigarette. It's like I'm, I haven't quit, but I've quit. I don't know. Yeah, don't don't start don't don't yeah don't smoke it's fucking stupid stupid yeah i I, I mean i miss like right seeing you smoke i just want i'm like fuck do i have any cigarettes hidden around the house (laughs) that's what happens i try to quit on tour all the time best time oh god i know once you quit alcohol you'll quit smoking that's true don't that's the only way the hardest that's the that's the pair that's the pair that fucks you dude is is nicotine you know having alcohol and nicotine together and then quitting the nicotine and trying to do the alcohol it it it, that's a that's a battle doesn't work no absolutely i didn't quit i didn't quit coffee when i stopped smoking oh that's another pair too shit especially when it's grindcore cryptopsy coffee (laughs) (laughs) plug oh dude i'm a coffee lover i'd love to try that dude uh we need to, yeah, we need to ask Mike a question. Where do I where do I buy it? That's a plug uh, that you guys should throw. Grindcore.com. I, I believe that's what it is. Oh Grindcorecoffee.com. Yeah, okay. I want to hear about Uncle Stalin. Uncle Stalin. Still in the works. Uncle Stalin and the Communist Joy. All with K's though. <laughs> the K's are uh AK 47s. <laughs> uh yeah, no, that's um Pat Hamlin and uh Matt Barabee and Alex Bear, And uh, right now we got six songs. Uh, I, I actually, as soon as I, I I'll back up uh, for a bit here. I, I started yesterday, actually, I recorded uh, a song for Coma Cluster Void. Nice. And by the end of it, I was at about 90% done and my fucking computer crashed and I lost oh. it all. No. <laughs> yeah. Story of my life, it happens all the time. You think I'd learn. No, I don't. I guess. I thought I had saved it. I guess I didn't. So uh, anyways, uh, so I'm going to go re-record that this week. And then I'm back on the um, Uncle Stalin uh, uh, feed. And I'm going to f- try and slam through. One thing at a time. One thing at a time, as Flo was saying. Yeah, It is one thing at a time. And, and like I, when Flo, when you were saying that, like, and I, and I also agree with you. It yeah, is yeah. To try to do those one, pro- but it just happens to be that I'm a, I got like three projects going on at, at once, yeah, jockeying between the two, and I'm doing yeah. one. I'm thinking of parts from one song, but it's the other band, and I mean, no, 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 it's crazy. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't mix that art, you know, because it's it's a different feel, it's a different vibe. Even and it is, exactly, oh, yeah. even if it's like exactly the same, you know, there's still yeah. like a little difference. You know what I mean? No, it is. It's true, and then because each 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 project is a completely different approach. So it's like jumping from like I'm you know I'm doing the CCV one now and that one's like ultra chaotic you know really crazy and the and the 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 the, uh, uh, the time changes are just you know I, I piece that one together lose it and I'm already st- I have to still re-record it and I'm still right. thinking I'm already right. thinking ahead of the the next Uncle Stalin song I got to do so right. I, right. I'm able I mean, to do it 
And then you have to go see a doctor and then get sleeping pills prescribed and all that. I am my own doctor. <laughs> I am my own. My medicine doctor. is beer. He's there like the yeah, the medicine cabinet's right behind me. Yeah, I, I, I don't feel like the world has seen or heard any Uncle Stout. No, I don't think so. And it's I, I I've heard a track with, with, with no vocals. I did. What it's, what it, what, what what is Uncle? What is it? Yeah. I'm sorry, Matt. What? I've I've heard a track. I know it's heavy as fuck. It's eight string guitars, right? Eight string guitar and um, uh, nine string. Is he playing? Nine? I think he plays. Yeah, I think he's playing a nine string. And uh, it's just fuck. It's groovy and nasty. And you know, Pat Hamlin. I mean, he's you know from Martyr uh, Martyr and Gorgut's fame. I mean, like you know, you're talking about a fucking amazing drummer. And the, the combination, man, it's just it works and it's it's really really groovy brutal awesome i'm really awesome. thinking awesome. super yeah whenever i hear whenever i hear martyr i always think of like back when you used to read the thank you list from bands and like yeah. to find bands like a uh, spawn of possession in 2003 or two um with a cabinet the number one band was martyr and i was like huh this is my favorite band right now i have to go buy all their shit and just bought like all their shit like immediately that's something that's like on spot i guess spotify related artists is maybe something like that but there's some you know the magic is missing from uh buying the cd holding it looking at the thing oh, sure, yeah, right. sure, yeah, sure, yeah. of what For you need sure. to buy totally. sure, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so when the night that you guys had played the pound in sf is when i think i yeah with bought, i bought uh the oh, martyr shit, albums right. because <laughs> they were at the merch table i bought yeah, both yeah. of them because it said that it was a little handwritten card next to it that said for fans of cynic atheist and i was like wait that dude was just on stage with fucking cryptopsy now we got a, a fucking out a band of two albums that say it, they're in the vein of all my favorite shit at that time i'm like yeah, yeah give me those two albums <laughs> yeah right dude, right <laughs> and i went home yeah. drunk yeah. as shit sorry guys coming back coming back to mike's point about uh, about juggling mike um, you know what I do sometimes? I just say, all right, this band, I think I got it, but I'm not, I'm, I'm a lot of the times I'm like, I'm like 30% kind of like convinced. And I just say, oh, I'm recording with Chris. <laughs> He'll fill me in on the rest. <laughs> so if you're, if you're, if you're worried, you know what I mean? Like just yeah. Yeah, pick, pick your Pick your pleasure kind of thing. And then the other one be like, yeah, Chris will fucking fill me on the road. Yeah. I guess I need some sleeping pills too now. <laughs> but you yeah, know speaking I mean, of which, guys, I probably I'll probably have to leave because I have some deadlines, crazy deadlines I have to meet before yeah. tomorrow morning for labels, and I'm not done. Oh, <laughs> wow. We could probably Thank you start for to... giving us your time, dude. I mean, oh, I know they're three yeah, hours no ahead. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. I was supposed to leave at 10:15, but here I am. All right, <laughs> I start to get this all wrapped up and do a little wrap up thing. Yeah, I would have oh, showed you. Uh, I would have all, showed you Cert. Like, and it's all good. It's because Chris is not on the outboard. I miss Cert, dude. <laughs> I miss I miss Elo, Cert, and Olf. I don't. <laughs> you do it, of course, you do. Oh my god! The line. <laughs> and now they're like they're gonna curfew again at eight, for, uh, like oh, starting Sunday. Sunday. Don't get me oh, going, crazy. Don't get me going. Politics. Here we go. Almost there. <laughs> All right, guys. I guess we gotta. Yeah. Thank you guys so up. much for coming on, man. Yeah, that was yeah. such Fucking an honor. So sick. 
Yeah, Chris, thanks, man. Thank Most you. Most definitely an honor yes. and a pleasure. Yeah, and thank you, Chris. Only thank you, Chris. Only, <laughs> only Chris. Thank you, Chris. Uh, thank, so thank you, Chris. You Chris. Thanks Topsy. to Chris. 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 Topsy. We need the fish and chip recipe. Thanks, Chris. The Chris and chips. <laughs> the Chris and chips. Oh, all the good stuff's right, happening right at the end now, guys. All right. Well, uh, thanks so much, dude. Uh, this is fucking rad. Canadian Cali mashup once again. Through Ollie, thanks for coming on again. Uh, Ollie, uh, fucking Cheers. subscribers, love fucking having you. If you want to subscribe, please do it. Uh, we'll be back next week. We got another heavy hitter coming. Uh, yeah. What else do we need to say other than fucking cheers? Lots that? of beers. Vox uh, and hops. Go check that shit out if you haven't already. Uh, if, if you're here and you don't know what the fuck. I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. URL right. Academy on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, it's good enough, dude. Yeah. It's great. It's we great. fucking love, love Cryptopsy, it. dude. Thank you. Say anything, you, Fox and Hops. I'm, I'm a fan more than anything tonight, guys. So cheers to everybody. Cheers. And uh, have a good weekend. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. Yes. Cheers. Peace.